Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIVABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com, 550-5500 here for the Monday afternoon vacation. Who's going on vacation? Those gas prices over $5. Take us where you want to go. Uh, well, as long as you're on vacation, no one's going on vacation. Oh, wait, wait, I forgot. Yeah, we have a holiday today. Oh, enjoy your long weekend. Uh, what's your long weekend? I was trying to explain to my son why his little... Roku TV device wasn't coming in today because it's being delivered by the U.S. Postal Service. And the U.S. Postal Service, of course, uh, stating emphatically that, oh, we're celebrating Juneteenth. So um, happy. No, you, you're not going to get that out of me. Come on, man. You ain't going to do that to me, dog. I ain't going to go ahead and do a happy Juneteenth. Ain't happening today. We are at work and, uh, you know, having tons of fun here in the Kiva. Uh, boy. I got to tell you, just uh, for starters, just to kind of kick things off, um, you can already see the higher level of anxiety everywhere. Um, you can see it at grocery stores. You can see it among conversations, you know, the bits to bits, the people that they're exchanging between each other. Um, and then, of course, you've been listening to talk radio all day. I, I don't want you to think that they didn't know that they were running into this. They knew exactly what they were going to do right from the very beginning. By design with the election, by design with the economy, they know that prices are going to go higher. They're going to try and tell you that, oh, no, it's not higher. We couldn't stop it. There's nothing we could No, this is by design. The new gas prices are going to go higher, and then they're just going to sit there. It's like, you, you know, your spouse is constantly lying to you. It's like, no, 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 I'm not cheating. No, 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 I'm not doing this. Like, no, no, you're, you're totally cheating on me. And not only that, you're taking money from me, and you continue to do all those things that I thought you were doing all along. And I don't want a relationship with you. And this is the relationship that you now have with your government. Okay? Your government is now espousing these, you know, I don't know, talking points and gaslighting you. And you're, you're like, oh, yeah, I guess the, the, the economy isn't bad. Things aren't going that bad. And then all of a sudden, oh, you know what? We'll just change the complete and total definition of recession, depression. We'll, we'll change... Oh, and then the people who actually go with us, they're not going to suffer because we'll either put them on universal basic income or we'll make sure that they're going to be voting the right way. We know who's registered as a Democrat. And then once we get through it and we pulverize, we're going to make all the Republicans buy from the Saudis. We're going to make the Republicans buy their oil from across the pond. Now, like, it's pretty easy to put this puzzle together. This is not hard. This is by design. Do not be stupid here. The Wuhan, by design. The economy shift down by design. The Great Reset, all of this is entangled right here. And if you've been prepared, don't call me and say, you know, I had a conversation earlier with a guy. And I really like him. I think he's a, you know, great guy. And he calls me, and he's had some things take place. He's like, are you subscribing? And I'm like, uh, no. I said, well, you're going to have to subscribe so you can catch up on everything that's uh, going on or listen to the radio. So I'm not able to listen as much. And I said, well, you got to go ahead and do that because we'll save your life. You know, Kiva... We'll end up saving your life. We'll save you during Wuhan. We'll save you here. Not trying to say we're end-all, be-all, but, you know, what I'm practicing, what I'm preaching, what I'm putting out there is exactly that. And you have to be living that the entire time. And if you're not doing that, you're not going to make it through. And when you don't make it through, don't come to me complaining. And then, you know, I, I knew I was going to run for mayor. I knew I was going to win. I knew you guys weren't going to vote for me. I, I knew I would run for CD1. You guys would figure out a way to screw that one up. 
you guys figure out a way to run the state party up. And then he comes to me and complained, oh, the party's divided, oh, this, that. Like, I'm done trying. I don't have to worry about it. And I continue to plot along what I'm doing every single day. For you, for me, for my family. And I tried to tell my boy, I said, he's like, Dad, is the Roku TV, I got, and by the way, the TVs are so cheap. You know, one thing that's definitely declining in price, are TVs. I got a little Roku TV, a little, uh, what is it, 42 or 30, I don't know, 37 inch, whatever they are, for 140 bucks. 140 bucks for a little TV so he can play right next to his brother because the Xbox, you know, you can't play the Xbox just, oh no, if they're going to play Fortnite, they got to play it next to each other and they got to earn their time on Fortnite and everything, right? And so these kids want to play with each other on it. So I end up having to buy two Xboxes and two TVs. I'm like, is this a really a bad deal? And then I think in the grand scheme of things, well, I get a two refurbed Xboxes over the last two years and this whole entire thing. And then I don't have to get subscriptions because they're playing against each other, which is even better. And I'm like, wow, the time spent on this thing, plus the time spent with dad swimming, playing basketball, going to the mall. You know, these guys are, as I told you guys last week, checking out. They're using their, I got them little, little, little credit cards that they go through it and they, they're on their little budgets and they're doing all this. Like they're preparing. They're in the other room right now as we speak and they're saying hi and they're literally listening to me and they're in absorbing everything around me. They got little task boards. They got little all these things. This is what you guys should be doing every single day. You know, because we have lived through this entire time and they've seen what we've done and you've seen what we've done and we continue to do what we do. We don't have to preach it. Don't ask me to preach it. We just have to tell you what's going on in the world and show up every single day as much as possible. Because the other side knows that we know the truth, but they also know that, hey, you know what? You'll believe them just enough to go ahead and take their vax, take their PPP, take the little uh, bird dropping or breadcrumbs that they end up uh, putting out to you so that you can continue to go ahead and say, oh, yeah, you know what? Let me trust these guys. Maybe they always have our best. They never have your best. Never have your best interest at heart. I don't know how else I could possibly explain this to you other than to tell you just very directly, they don't have your best interest at heart. Take warning, take heed, prepare. And so my buddy, he's like, you know, he's a, now a subscriber. I kind of get after him like, you got to subscribe. I'm not going to sit here and help you because I don't have time. I don't have time to talk to doubt half the time I'm, I'm here doing it. I don't have time to talk to anybody. Like, if you want to catch everything, go ahead and go do it. I don't have time to catch up to this whole sentence. So he, he went in. He subscribed right away. He's like, he's get all the notes. He's like, oh, do you have that article? Someone texted me. Do you have that podcast? Do you have this? Do you? No, I don't. It was on. It played. You should have taken notes. My kids are taking notes. You should have done this. You should have done. We prepared for the show. There it is. The show on that day. There it is. And if I get to it, I get to it. Now, Natalie is finally handling all that. So I don't have to deal with that anymore. Okay, because it was just something else to do in my day. Not that it wasn't the most important thing, but I'm also running a business doing all sorts of other things. So with that being said, in preparing for today's show, we do have a lot to talk about. And those are the issues that are going to be important to you. And I think it's important for us to really prioritize those issues. It's amazing how much more uh, clear thinking I can become when I have just a little bit more time to kind of focus on this stuff from rebuilding the station, rebuilding, you know, how can we not have the FM anymore? We told you why. They take me down right after the Trump election. What do I have to do? It's like, no, I'm not going to give you the uh, X amount of dollars it costs me every month to go ahead and rent that thing because I don't need it. The people who need the Kiva are going to continue to come to the Kiva, and that's just the way it's going to be. So as always, we'll go ahead and set the table for the 4 o'clock afternoon supper. For those of you who go in and clock in early, 10,000 cows dead or 
Whatever the heck you want to talk about, we'll address all and any things. Uh, D-Dowd Muska, hour one. Uh, whoa, there we go. We got a little bit of uh, music piping through for uh, Dowd as I was uh, I was bringing Dowd, uh, kind of resting him without uh, getting him all charged up on all of the um, unbelievable uh, news that comes in. I will tell you, I listened to the top of the hour news at the other radio stations, Dowd. I listened to it at KKOB. I'm like, I know why there's, I know why they have a 3.5 share. I know why they have those numbers because, like, they're, it's just lying. They're talking about Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. They're like doing the same thing. And I'm like, how stupid must you be to listen to that crap day in and day out? You, you're smarter than that. You guys are smarter than that. And it's like, oh yeah, what we're playing is a total 180 contrast to that because I haven't listened to them in some time, and so. In the midst of that, I also heard that they are hiring. Hey, ever did a radio show before? Ever do a podcast? Ever do anything? Well, we're hiring, and uh, we'd like to go ahead and audition you for a weekend. Wait, <laughs> didn't we just take you? Didn't we just take Jeffrey Candelari? Didn't we just take Dynavac? Just we take all these people that have been on the radio station because they know that people listen to the Kiva and continue to listen to the Kiva all the time. Download the app at abq.fm. How was your weekend out? Uh, interesting, Eddie. I uh, while while we're on that very subject, I hadn't planned to talk about this. Uh, just I, I want to start today's program by saying I will be appearing on the show today. In uh, uh, I, I I will be issuing a formal uh, letter of protest with the FCC. <clears throat> uh, broadcasting today uh, on the most important holiday of every uh, year in in America, yes. uh, the the immense offense that I think everyone is taking right now just hearing any anyone's voice what should be happening for three hours is a continuous loop of uh, a change is going to come yeah. uh, on on okay. am uh, 1600 am albuquerque uh, kiva i apologize uh, i guess i just you know can't get out of the contract uh, i'm here under duress under protest and i will be filing that letter with the fcc uh, for the most important holiday in America every year uh, that nobody ever heard of a week ago, but suddenly it's the most important. Uh, uh, I sent Eddie a, li a list of links over the weekend. Oh, I think there yeah, was baby. something like 73 different articles, New Mexico alone, on uh, Juneteenth, the most uh, important day. But uh, on this subject, Eddie, I was in Corrales Saturday morning, a, a pal of mine in, in, in the village. I hadn't seen him in a while. Uh, he drove by and stuck out his hand. I was with the dogs, and he just said, oh, you know, you guys are doing such important work. And boy, that other station, that's all he said. He said, what? What the hell happened to them? So uh, we're doing something right, Eddie. <laughs> well, we are because we're not doing corporate radio. We're not uh, trying to sell the uh, party line. We're not trying to sell the government line. We're not trying to sell whatever, uh, you know, these other companies are out there doing. I think we should just do three hours of, remember they did it across all their radio stations. Oh, oh my God. I don't know if I'm able to keep it together, Dowd. Oh. oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh huh. Been running. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh. Oh, yeah, baby. I know it. Change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Oh, no, it won't. It's been Oh, so hot living on that government teeth. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Dinah was telling me she, uh, anyway, I will, I'll leave that for another another day. I'm not going to go ahead and uh, jump into that story. I got to do my show and our show and the Kiva show that we need to focus on. It's just crap. Total crap top to bottom. And uh, 
Dowd, I think there has never been a time that I've actually read through all of the links that you sent me. I think you sent me nine or 10 links and I literally read through every single one. And in the midst of that, I figured, well, you know what? Since we all don't know about Juneteenth, it's time to go ahead and jump into Juneteenth. Right? That's what we got. We got to we got to bring this change going come. We got to make this change going come because we got to figure this all out. We got to figure out, you know, the black people, right? Oh, no, it's not about the black people. No, it's about slavery. It's about all of it. It's about diversity. Oh, no. Last two federal holidays. Anybody know what they were? Yeah, Martin Luther King, Ronald Reagan, and then, of course, this one coming out were Juneteenth and both for slavery, both against fighting for our rights, em- emancipation and freedom and all this stuff. It's, Maybe, maybe us Hispanic people, you know, maybe, I don't, I don't know, maybe we don't have good enough music. Maybe we're not whining loud enough. Maybe we're not crying loud enough. Maybe we're not, maybe we're not killing enough people in our own cities all the time, you know, talking about brown on brown crime. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing wrong, but we aren't getting the federal holidays like we need them. Maybe, I, I don't know, what it, what is it that we're missing here, but... Apparently, you know, if you're Hispanic, just jump in with black people or jump in with the freedom fighters. And, and, and folks, uh, there's 26 states that don't recognize this. Okay, 26 that don't recognize it. So let's drill down on this. And there was even some libertarian thing takes of what is Juneteenth to all Americans? Juneteenth uniquely. Don't sell me on this crap. Because like North Korea and Cuba and all the rest of these places, folks, let me say something. You know what they do when they start deciding to go ahead and brainwash their populations? They start inventing holiday. They literally invent holiday. Oh, Texas has been celebrating this since back in June the 19th in 1865, after two years when they were finally notified that they were emancipated. Okay, well, you know, hasn't really helped us. Apparently, someone hasn't let the black people know that they should be voting for Republicans and not Democrats. I, I think that's right, right, Dowd? I think somehow <laughs> somehow that's missing in the midst of all this, you know. Uh, Davy Crockett and, you know, the Alamo and Texas. And the well, you got me thinking, Eddie. I mean, Hispanic, the, the largest uh, so-called oh, yeah. people of color minority group in America would be the Hispanic Americans. And as I understand it, they have a grand total of uh, zero government holidays. Uh, so... Now black folks have two. Uh, Asian, Asian folks have zero. Uh, we got to start keeping a scorecard here. Now, Hispanics only have half a month. That's the way they did it. When the black people did it, they just started scorecarding, right? Like, that's just it. And uh, Republicans, you better just forget about District 28 because your star of the show, your evening, your appointed black person in the U.S. House of Rep. No, excuse me, the State House of Representatives has no chance against Bob Gottschall. Bob Gottschall is going to go down in flames because this woman could not have gotten more free PR than she did. What 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 is her name? Herndon? Herndon, I believe, yes. Herndon. Yes. At least two profiles that I could find this weekend. Oh, gosh. My gosh, folks. I mean, even black people don't even want to be black anymore. They're like, boy, we really snowed these guys. <laughs> They're like, well, you know what? Oh, this is, I don't know how we get those people who are the low information people to just, just stop it already. And, and you're not celebrating Juneteenth by, you know, going off on, you know, highlighting your connection to Africa at this point. Like, I, I don't go back and highlight my connections to, to Spain or, or you know, any more than 
people from Mexico highlight their connections to Mexico. We just don't do that. Nobody does that. Once you get here to America or you're here in America, particularly for a number of generations, you just skip all that. You're like, oh, I'm American now. Okay. And that's, I, I have some things, some cultural under, uh, underpinnings, some things that I'm inclined to. You don't just start inventing holidays so you can uh, highlight those holidays that you brought from over there so you can bring them over here. This is an entirely different country. And we have jumped the shark on this entirely. All right. So let's, let's start from the top. Uh, of course, it would be the uh, New Mexico GOP. Oh, boy. New Mexico GOP's got to do what they got to do and keep doing what they got to do. Doubt. I was uh, disappointed to see this, but the Republican Party has a statement on Juneteenth, and they didn't have one on, what was that other holiday? Yeah, it was Father's Day. In fact, Father's Day has become my most favorite holiday. I got the most beautiful, I should read you the book. Oh, in fact, I will read the book today because I think we should only celebrate Father's Day. I heard something, uh, you know, I got, I got a, I got a tweet from somebody. <clears throat> murder Mike ripoff. Oh, someone's trying to do a murder Mike ripoff there. Um, oh, that's very funny. Wow. That's, that is hilarious. They're doing everything they can to keep up. They just, they just can't do it. All right. Juneteenth falling on Father's Day must have Google working overtime. White people are busy Googling what is Juneteenth while black people are Googling what is a father. I don't know if we can get much lower than that. Okay. I mean, that's that's pretty low, but it's out there. That's the dirty lowdown. Uh, it is. It's dirty. It's down. But you know what? It's a fact. It is actually a fact. Stop feeling guilty. Okay. If daddy wanted to go ahead and leave to go ahead and find something else because he wasn't happy at home, okay, 72%, go look it up, go watch the movie, it's right there. No, no, that's not me. That's the black community putting that out there. That's exactly who that is. And if and if they are, oh, you better shut up. You better shut up. We'll make you shut up. Yeah, try to make me shut up. Okay? By and large, they're not listening to the AM dial, Okay? Let's just put that. Let's just put that out there for a second. Like the world is coming apart. They are aiding and abetting that. They want full communist, equal outcomes, making sure universal basic income. This is not America. And we're focused on Juneteenth. And it was Joe Biden, the racist, someone who has to go to extraordinary measures, how you have you all back in chains, to go ahead and start talking about this. And, and for those of you who have been listening to me, you're, you're staying with me. For those of you who are hearing me for the very first time, you're like, oh, my gosh, where is that guy's radio station and how quickly can I take him off? If you've been listening to me, you're right here with me. I don't know about you, but I, I can't take this anymore. And so I don't. So I don't pay attention. We're not getting U.S. Postal Service. Countries that have converted to communism or more socialist tendencies, and we're seeing that now in Colombia, all start inventing holidays that celebrate this and erase that. It works by design. Understand that, okay? There's nothing new. Take a political science class. When you have overthrows, you know, of whatever government at any time, they literally erase the calendar. And it's warlords or czars or, you know, 
people who suddenly take over the you know military juntas, whatever. Every single time you see this in developing worlds, you see the replacement of certain holidays. Now, we saw this already with Red Nation, Red Nation replacing, and then they did it across the country. And now they're just, okay, we'll find something else. And, and you literally have these people talking about how Juneteenth is their Independence Day. Oh, your Independence Day? I'm sorry. We have our Independence Day, 246 years, and I will celebrate it all over your Juneteenth that you just, and, and with this brand new color scheme that you're coming out. Oh, you need to honor this and understand. What, what do I need to understand? So here's Mike at GOPNM.org. Today is Juneteenth, National Independence Day, a federal holiday that celebrates freedom. Uh, how did it become a federal holiday, Mike? GOP? Like, you're literally going along, and it's the little snippets here and there where you're doing. Yeah, that's okay. I'm okay with that. I don't care. What it's, They want a holiday, so what? Well, they try to make up for it by saying, well, the Republican Party and Abraham Lincoln freed the slave. Well, is that what they're celebrating on Juneteenth? Is that, I, I guarantee they're running around the streets and giant Lincolns just talking about the Republican Party, aren't they? The following is a statement from Juneteenth from Joel, Joel Paldreau, by the way, who didn't support me, who supported the Democrats, uh, or excuse me, my opponent in, in my race. An African-American and member of the Republican Party of New Mexico's executive committee. If I'm not mistaken, uh, they also reprimanded me in the Republican Party. They gave me a good talking to on a Zoom meeting. You don't like my condom. I just don't know about you. I don't think you represent our ideals. This state is an important part of our country's history, and it must be honored. No, it must not be honored. We need to stop this and any other takeover of any other calendar at any point for any reason at any time. And this has been done by Joe Biden and the Democrats. Three years ago, Juneteenth was nowhere to even be found. Dowd, could you find any remnants of Juneteenth at all? <laughs> you can't. Three years ago, it's not on a single calendar. It, it, Eddie, it's... Listen, Maybe the I love Jones I love American calendar. history and I and I love American regional history, little stories and things that we don't know about nationally that are that are, that are uh, highly concentrated in a certain area. If I said the word, if I said the phrase the Charter Oak to people in New Mexico, it would mean absolutely nothing. The Charter Oak is a big deal in Connecticut. Uh, in 1662, the the, the King's uh, Council General tried to take the original charter back from the colony of Connecticut. We hid it in the Charter Oak in Hartford. The, just the phrase Charter Oak, it's a big deal in Connecticut. In our town hall of East Windsor, we have a, a piece of wood from that the, 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 the said to be uh, taken from the original Charter Oak before it fell apart in 1856. Juneteenth was celebrated in Galveston, in Texas, at the end of the war between the states. I have no problem of it, of it being celebrated locally. It's of local interest. That's fine. Have an event. Have a parade. Do whatever you want. I don't want to lose our, our micro-local historical celebrations in our country. But Juneteenth, the national holiday has nothing to do with honoring American history. It's about politics today. Let's not kid ourselves, folks. This is about politics and ideology today. This is a rather obscure event at the end of the war between the states, limited to Texas, limited to the Galveston. Uh, and it suddenly, yesterday, it became the most glorious uh, celebration of American freedom in the history of the republic. It's nonsense, Eddie. I have no 
problem with honoring local tradition and, and uh, historical events. That's not what this is about. Not at all. I want to get, I, I don't want you to encapsulate this yet, although I think you've done a nice job right there. I think you're, you know, the kind of, you know, but I think we've got a long way to go. I'm going to spend an awful lot of time on this today because this is a microcosm of, of macro what's happening in everything. You accept the little piece and you get absolutely everything. Oh yeah, they, we should trust them. We should go with what they say. Oh, gas prices, they're not that too bad. By the way, I've been corrected. It's Nicole Chavez. I will do everything in my power to get Nicole Chavez elected over this woman in 28. That's who's running. I think she, she represents possibly the best chance for us to get a house seat up in Santa Fe. And we did it before. When we got behind, um, unfortunately, Brooke Basson, we've seen how well that's worked out. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Republican Party continues here. Today is an important part of our country's history, and it must be honored. History has shown and continues to show that until black Americans change our thought processes, we will continue to endure the same circumstances as we have over the past 200 years. carries with it the responsibility of all black Americans to once again focus on the fact that the law does not require you to vote, but voting is a very important part of our democracy. Voting is the right as Americans as we should all exercise. The vote that you cast should reflect the ideology, beliefs, and moral justice that you ascribe to. As black Americans, we must vote for those leaders who support the hopes and dreams of our forefathers, a society in which equality and justice are all for all Americans. That's a lot of hemming and hawing and no direct action. I, I would say, did you know it was Republicans, the first blacks elected to the U.S. House, the first nine were Republicans that back in 1964, as Dowd inconveniently uh, put the truth out there, that it was the longest, uh, what, what was it called? Filibuster. Why? To prevent the civil acts right uh, from uh, pushing forth. And who was there? The head of the Democrats, Byrd, and the rest of these guys. It was the Democrats. And they've gaslit you and it completely changed history. Democrats are the most racist people there is because that's all they focus on is race. They're so trying to get the stain off of them, the NIMBY crowd, the silver-haired ponytail crowd. Just look. Oh, we're celebrating diversity. Oh, I've, they're, they're the ones who invented the phrase, I've got a black friend. Because they needed to. Do they have a black employees? No, look at Tim Keller. Wasn't until I ran and I got that guy his job in the economic development. Do you remember that? Because I called him out that they only had 1.7% blacks in the city of Albuquerque. Yeah, I had to call him out on that. And I said to be the first black mayor. I'm like, well, I just got your first black economic development director there. Who do you think did that? Think just randomly happened that over four years, uh, Tim Keller, no leadership positions going to black people. Literally not one. And I called him out on that. That's how that happened. It was me who played uh, Black Lives Matter, basically absolutely just left and right, punching, gnawing, getting a million dollars after guilt tripping Tim Keller, white Tim Keller. Showing up, putting your fist up, acting like you're on their side, saying that you vote Democrat, you're just saying that you're racist all over the place. Because we Republicans, we've got the record. There it is. I, I had to learn it. Martin Luther King, totally great with that. Not only that, he's a minister and a Republican. Look it up.
But why does why does this only have to happen? Why why is this like why is this so hard for people to hear? Like these are just facts. It, it makes me nutty just thinking about how this is a hard thing to say for anybody. Like, well, those are the facts. How can anybody disagree with those they're, when they're all facts? Like, why aren't black people voting for more Republicans? Langston and I have gone round and round on this, and like, we're just racking our brains, like. We're, just cutting off our own throat. Langston's like, yeah, you know, I got, I got that name. You know, we're even going to talk about the N-word today. That's how far we're going with all this. Oh, yeah, load up. There you go. Gather around. Full gospel. Go get your pastors. Go get all your people. Tell them what Eddie Aragon's going to say on the radio today. Okay? Not going to drop the N-word itself. I think we should talk about the etymology of where the N-word comes from. The background. The information involved in all that. Because we're all pretty stupid. Collectively, we're stupid because we've been propagandized to basically piss ourselves into a corner and think that we have, we're doing the right thing. We've got to start thinking. This is all done. This is federal law now. U.S. Postal Service is off. We need another holiday. They're going to continue, continue, continue. And then they're going to lambast me and they say, well, you know what? The only reason we can't attack Eddie is because he's, he's got a totally great defense. Everything he's saying is 100% correct. There's nothing he's saying that's incorrect. And he's got Dow checking his work the entire time that he's on the air. So let's go through this. Santa Fe Albuquerque planned Juneteenth events. So this one coming from the Santa Fe, New Mexican. Dow, thank you for sending. And I am going to spend some time. I, I just thought if we're going to take the day off, it, it's up to us to focus on the Juneteenth event. In the midst of all this, the world's coming to uh, ahead very quickly. The most important thing we have to do is take the day off for Juneteenth. Local DJ, this from the Santa Fe, New Mexican, an event organizer, Rashan Ahmad, said the city's annual Love and Happiness Juneteenth, the, this second annual. <laughs> uh, are we so stupid? Like, my gosh, you guys, we, what was last year? It was COVID. It was a shutdown. There's no second annual. Nobody could go out. There wasn't a first annual Love and Happiness Juneteenth celebration. Do you get it? What was it, virtual? Check that. It'll be a showcase of Santa Fe's black poets, performers, and speakers. I don't qualify as black because I'm only 4.6%. The event mark make marking the day when federal troops arrived in Galveston I like how every one of these articles, one of the things that I noticed about every one of these articles, had to explain to you what Juneteenth was as if the author was explaining, like, you know, Martin Luther King, celebration of Martin Luther King. Everybody knows who Martin Luther King is. Everybody knows what Father's Day is. Nobody knows what, nobody has, or I still don't see. I see this going worse than Kwanzaa. Does anybody celebrate Kwanzaa? Even black people are like, I don't know what it is. Now, honestly, have you ever talked to somebody who say, well, you know, I have Christmas and then we have our annual Kwanzaa celebration? Have you, do you know anybody? Uh, no, but I do know that the uh, Kwanzaa celebration was invented by a radical uh, Marxist in the 1960s. And uh, a lot of Corrales-dwelling white people think that it is some sort of uh, winter tradition for people of African descent. Uh, I, I, I actually know the facts. <laughs> so... Part of the clarification here, white people, is that we, as uh, Dowd Irish, me, is it is Irish white? It's sort of like the 
You're like the black white folks. We we weren't white about 150 years ago, but we we slowly became white. <laughs> oh, okay, I see. You remember reason, those signs? No, no dogs or Irish inside. You know. Yeah. So, the event marking the day when federal troops arrived in Galveston, Texas, in 1865 to free remaining slaves. Two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed comes a year after President Joe Biden declared June 19th a federal holiday. I mean, there's so much to unpack there. Joe Biden, a national federal holiday. They come in. This is what they establish. It's like this is their stake in the ground. We're going to remove Father's Day. We're not going to make it an issue for black people anymore. We're going to get rid of that inconvenient truth about 72% of black children growing up in single parent uh, dwellings. Folks, I've been to Gettysburg. I've been to Williamsburg. I've been to Emmitsburg, Maryland. My dad's a Civil War buff. They took us all the way through that. We knew exactly what was there. We grew up with the temps and the tops and the fort, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I'm done with it being rammed down our country's throat and particularly people in the state of New Mexico. Since then, an increasing number of cities across the nation have planned Juneteenth events to commemorate the end of slavery and celebrate the black community. Uh, is there a Juneteenth event in the city of Albuquerque? Ahmad said he had hoped Sunday celebration would also be an opportunity to spotlight some black-owned businesses in the area, but the city is not allowing vendors to set up at the event. <laughs> I was like, bingo, of course. That, that, makes a lot of, that makes a lot of sense. And I'll let you fill in the blanks about what I thought right there because you thought the very same thing. City clerk Christine Bustos Milikic, uh, hyphenated name, said the celebration has the city's full support, but city code does not allow for vendors on the plaza for small events. How interesting. That could change, she added, if the ordinance being drafted in District 1 City Council, Renee Villarreal, is approved by the full council. You know how important Juneteenth is for their big event that they plan for the first annual open run? Oh, this second annual love and what was it, Fest? Something. Happiness. Happiness. Uh, yeah, love and love happiness. Love and happiness. I don't know. When I think of Juneteenth, I think of love and happiness and family. The measure was introduced in May. It was pulled for additional work. It will be introduced in June or July. Oh, so important that the city of Santa Fe did not even pass so that it could successfully be run. I blame racism. No, oh, I, I've already said that was what I was thinking before already. You don't have a business license. You don't have that. We're not just going to let people sell out of the, you know, the, the, the craftsmen, the various other people that are out there. Ahmed, Ahmad, excuse me. <clears throat> and that, that's like going across cultures there. Ahmad, Ahmed. Ahmad said he hopes to be able to invite vendors next year. Wow. Technically, if they didn't have, that was their first annual, and then they had their second annual, and they didn't have any vendors did they have an event? I'm being real here. It, it, did they actually have an event? Was there an event that happened? Could you have a, a, an event where nobody can vend? No hot dogs, no this, no that, no. No, it's just live music and performances by black poets, speakers, and drummers. Technically, all those people who served any sort of food broke ordinances. Did they not? Norton's is a city law, by the way. For well, wasn't years. the general stay-at-home order still in effect back then? I mean, um, we, we, last year it was. Last the governors, was. yeah. Yes, exactly. 
A two-day event that began Saturday features black-owned businesses. No, it didn't. This is a lie. There's no black-owned businesses because they didn't have anything vended there. Artisans, vendors, performers, speakers, and musicians. Again, another lie. And people are just eating this up. Okay, so stop here. Throw this away, and let's just talk for a second. Let's switch to economy. Let's switch to gas prices. Doubt or gas prices high? Uh, fairly high, I would say, yes. No, they're yes. not. They're not high. They're not high. You know what? We need to switch to clean energy. We need to go ahead and move to clean energy. You need to buy a Tesla. You need to buy one of these things. And it's really not that high. We're just using too much. We need to cut our dependence, completely and totally cut our dependence upon, uh, what, what is it called? Uh, what do they call it? Fossil fuels. What? Fossil fuels. Yeah, they even have their own word that I don't even care about. Dowd, is the economy in recession? Um, I think things are just doing, we're doing really well. Okay, well, that's supposed to be my line. So Dowd's supposed to say, yes, we're definitely in a recession. We're probably in a depression right now. We just don't know. And, and I'm supposed to say, come to you as a Democrat and say, oh, no, that's not a recession, not a depression. No, we're coming out of this. We can print our way out. And uh, there's we haven't even gone down. We've never had a faster growing economy than we have right at this moment. That, well, we're pursuing equity. We're all going to be equally poor. Yes, that's we, there we go. You know, you won't be able to buy a house, but that is okay. That is okay. Let's see. Um, we can go Hunter Biden. You want to? You want to talk about that? Uh, let's see. We could talk about what? What else? I mean, what else are they just gaslighting us on? Like this is the brainwashing. It's time to read Animal Farm because that's that's the end. Let's try to read. Uh, it's time to read 1984 because that's what's happening, okay? Um, the Road to Serfdom, time to read Hayek, okay? Time for you guys to go ahead and talk about that. It's time to watch The Road. Yes, folks, it's time to watch The Road. Go watch uh, Carmack McCarthy's The Road. People are now talking about starvation. I'm not even I'm not even playing. You're not even playing. Yeah, I'm not even playing, dog. Yeah, people are talking about starvation putting in six months to a year. People are counting this, counting that. I've never seen so much counting in my life. Let's continue. I'm not getting off this. Sorry. So this is a woman that's running against uh, Chavez. And by the way, Ch uh, Nicole Chavez is a wonderful candidate. Very good public speaker, uh, attractive lady. And um, I think that she can, I think she can win. But not if all this free, woke, ass broke ass publicity is out there okay this is not going to stop juneteenth the day for celebration reflection for black santa fans oh boy this was this was rich oh this was so rich <laughs> oh my gosh i got into this gabriela campos mike really I, I wanted to go look at gabriela first and then i decided no i'm not gonna do that State Representative Pamela, 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 I don't know. Herndon recalled Juneteenth celebration during her childhood in Texas, where she would eat watermelon and drink red soda water. Uh, by the way, she's calling you out. She wants you to attack her on that. Go ahead. Those rates, they, they, they'll put that right in front of you. They want you to attack them. Say, say watermelon in your rate. Am I right? <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Say the word watermelon. If you say watermelon, you're racist. 
there's no two ways of doubt. If you, in the same paragraph, if you said black and if you said watermelon, you were racist. Is that correct? Uh, if you wrote a book and there was 317 pages separating the phrase black Americans and watermelon, you'd automatically be racist. Okay, there we go. Okay, so thank you. Thank you for making my point. Folks, these are facts. And facts don't care about your feelings whatsoever. Just like the previous writer, the June 19th holiday commemorates the day in 1865 when federal troops arrived at blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Arrived in Galveston to free remaining slaves two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. Boom. That's it. How come it doesn't say Lincoln is the one who created the Emancipation Proclamation? Oh, because he's a Republican. Yeah, that's right. How come it doesn't talk about MLK? Oh, yeah, because he's a Republican. Inconvenient truth. Herndon said her great-grandmother, Betty Alexander of Wheelock, Texas, was likely alive to see it happen. She doesn't have many records of her great-grandmother. Oh, by the way, this is all from the Santa Fe, New Mexican. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to our, our partners. Can I say that? <laughs> our partners. She doesn't have any records of great-grandmother, Herndon says. She doesn't even have a picture. But stories passed down through generations have kept alive Alexander's history as a house slave. Stories. Are there facts? Is there a written record? Do we actually know this took place? And, and Elizabeth took- Warren knows about her Indian ancestry, right? I mean... Through the generations, a lot of facts fall by the wayside, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, uh, you know, but, but, but you can always say, oh, it's my, you know, it's my, my family tradition. If it helps you politically, if it helps you politically, then it's a reality. You got, are you getting, are you following this, folks? Are you seeing this? Are you seeing the race baiting going on here? Take the entire encapsulation of this podcast and share it with all your Democrat friends and tell me where I'm wrong, please. Other than the uh, Nicole Chavez is pointing, which I'm very happy. Juneteenth has been popular. Go go to a black person and ask them about Juneteenth. Ask them if they know about it. I'd like to see pictures for the, you know, for the generations of people who have been celebrating Juneteenth in their in their in their black community. It's finally gaining more widespread recognition across the state and nation. Finally, finally, after all this time, first statewide Juneteenth celebration was held virtually. Virtually. (laughs) Thank you. So the previous article just told you that they celebrated it virtually. Wow. There it is. So Rashan Ahmad calling it his second annual doesn't have vendors and then actually never celebrated actually in person. So this becomes a giant victimization, giant and complete victimization First statewide Juneteenth celebration was held virtually during the coronavirus. How do you hold a virtual Juneteenth celebration? How do you celebrate? Like in front of your computer? What is that? What does that look like? Will someone explain that to me? How does anyone ho- uh, hold a celebration without gathering? Hey, we're going to have a virtual birthday. Yeah, we're all going to get on Zoom. That's just idiocy. Oh, by the way, Joe Monahan took off today because to honor Juneteenth for this extended holiday. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, if, that, if that's not a total giveaway where, where Joe Monahan... Boy, does he know his audience. Huh? <laughs> My readers. 
President Ronald Reagan declared Martin Luther King Jr. Day a holiday in 1983. Local DJ Rashan Hamad, who organized Santa Fe's first Juneteenth celebration last year, is hosting the Love and Happiness Juneteenth event Sunday evening on the plaza, said he attended parades in California in his youth commemorating the day. All right. This is good. I'm, I'm, I Finally, we have something. Vermont, the holiday, also known as Jubilee Day. Have you ever heard of it called uh, Jubilee Day? Stout? Is that your first no, time? No, sir. Mm, no. I've never no. heard of it before. Emancipation Day. I heard about Emancipation Day a long time ago. And Freedom Day is a day of celebration. So we're just trying to take that energy and spirit and celebrate it so it raise awareness. Awareness of what? Did we not already have MLK's holiday? Why is it that African Americans... Is it, am I saying that right? Blacks. Why is it that they are not honoring? Why does it have to be Malcolm X now? Why does it have to be Colin Kaepernick? Like, look at Colin Kaepernick. Look, look at, um, look at these other quote unquote leaders of the black community. George Floyd. You've gone from MLK to George Floyd. In the Hispanic community, that would be like me honoring, I don't know, I, I can't even think, in the Hispanic community. <laughs> What's the highest and then the lowest, the very lowest? Like people are running around in George Floyd t-shirts. They won't run around in MLK t-shirts. Oh, he's cheating on his wife. Or, oh, he's like, they always have some sort of weird story, right? We really do need to start capturing it in writing. Yeah. Yeah, instead of stories, I think that'd be a great idea. Why don't you start writing down something at some point? Uh, that, that would have been something if you wanted to go ahead and create. Well, we couldn't have done that. You guys rewrote our history, burned our books. No, 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 that was, that's not what we do. That's what you Democrats do. So we can make sure that it's encased in a manner that can be passed on forever. Biden's signature last year on the legislation creating the new federal holiday was really quite an eye-opening, she said, because the only people who really knew, thank you for acknowledging that. Admits it. Admits it. Who really knew about this Juneteenth day were those people in Texas. I rest my case. Should I stop there? No, let's keep making this. Case. Exactly what I said. A local holiday that the locals honor, and you have every right to, to celebrate that, but to blow it up to a national holiday to push your ideological political agenda, that's why I don't respect what's going on. Thank you. And me either. Even as U.S. Major General Gordon Granger issued a proclamation ending slavery in Texas 157 years ago, many slave masters refused to free their slaves, Herndon said. And eventually Granger was driven out of the state. Her grandmother was born free, she said, but was only able to get an eighth grade education. It was her mother who passed down the importance of education. Well, could she also pass down writing? Where's the stories? Where are the books? Where's the albums? Where's the pictures? She didn't even have a picture of her own mother. Heard and received her bachelor's degree in business administration at Howard University, of course, and then attended the University of Texas Law School, where she received her JD. Ahmad said he finds it frustrating most young people in the U.S. have not been taught about the Juneteenth or other aspects of black American history. I would like to know why more people aren't celebrating Mother's Day and Father's Day. Oh, yeah, that's because, we're, and we're going to have uh, the conversation this week on transgenderism. There's some big wins against it this week. It's all starting to break apart for the Democrats, folks. Their, their, their stories are starting to fragment. They can't even keep them together any longer. It's honestly shameful that we didn't know or had to discover things about our heritage, he says. I'm thinking about African-Americans, but honestly, this kind of stuff just happens across the board for communities of color. That is the encapsulated word that they drop to make you feel guilty. For communities of color, 
Are we talking about the black people are, are like brokering deals for the Hispanics and Asians? Is that, is that what's going on now? Because because thank you for advancing the puck. We can get get behind you and your shield and your cause, can't we? Guys, I can see us being really advanced. We just don't see representation when we were growing up in school. Uh, like Eddie, another another here. thing you might want to be frustrated that that uh, the children of America weren't taught about June Juneteenth. How about the reentry of Don Diego de Vargas into Santa Fe after the Pueblo Revolt of 1680? I oh. wasn't taught about I wasn't taught about that. How about kids growing up in New Mexico not being taught about the Charter Oak in Connecticut? Okay, because when these things are you know pretty localized, all right, they're not. The president issuing a proclamation. It's not a global or you know continental-wide war with tens of thousands of deaths or hundreds of thousands of deaths. They're mostly celebrated regionally or, or hyper-locally. Okay? That's, that's, that doesn't make America a bad place. Sorry. He was looking forward to the event, a milestone in the city with a small black population. This is the part that's really the kicker. Santa Fe is less than 1% black. You don't say. You don't say. 0.9%? Was that the official number, I think? The Plaza Celebration will include several black performers, uh, poets, and speakers, including Tintawi Kaigzi Beher, an artist, and Olorisa of Yamoja, or priest, okay, in the Lukumi tradition from Nigeria. I, I'd say these people are radically displaced if they really want to celebrate in a place like Santa Fe, to be quite honest. I mean, I don't know what they get out of that. Why wouldn't you want to be with, quote-unquote, your people? Why do I have to feel racist about you not being able to celebrate it with them here? As if you're displaced. You're likely came on some sort of weird scholarship, got everything paid, right? And we're able to celebrate your diversity. I'm, I'm, I, I, I guarantee if we go into the background, we're going to see something like that. Also, a doula or a lactation consultant. This is really interesting. Cogsdegenberger said much of her work involves improving the outcomes for mothers of color. Oh, here we go again. Everything is a giant victimization story. According to the data from the State Department of Health, the maternal mortality rate for black women in New Mexico is four times higher than the state average. Well, since it's such a small population, you would think that we'd be able to make some sort of gains there. But I don't know. Are lactation consultants only supposed to be working with people of color or exclusively with people? Like, how does that work? Your child doesn't latch, so the lactation consultant jumps in? We only take, we're trying to help more black people now, and then we'll help, we'll get to the Hispanics, and then eventually the white people. It's all weird. Like, everything that's coming out of my mouth is the reality, is of actually how it works, yet they won't acknowledge that. It's like, oh, that's ugly the way he's saying it, but, 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 but let me tell you a secret, that's really how it works. That's really what we do. Oh, she's from, well, the, Lukumi. She's from the Lukumi tradition. I'm definitely going to help her. Oh, she's from a population, of, a community of color. I'm only going to help her first. We only take a, only take an appointments on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays for people from the communities of color. Wow. That's not racist. Heisenberger will be at Sunday's event to honor her ancestors and offer libations. Wouldn't you need a liquor license for that? How do you offer libations? Like, this thing is so, so messy, and nobody will attack this except for Eddie Aragon. I'm the only one who will actually talk about this stuff. She also believes Juneteenth is an opportunity to talk about the injustices that continue to plague communities of color. Do you, do you mean the, uh, the injustices that the media amplifies? 
so that we can feel guilty, so that we can, a change is going to come. She knew about Juneteenth as a child, but she didn't celebrate the holiday. So why is she trying to suddenly celebrate it here in the city of Santa Fe? Oh, because Dowd, Hugh Dowd's uh, motive, the agenda. What this is all about. We mostly celebrate a Memorial Day, you know, another holiday founded by black people in this country to honor those who served. My grandfather was one of them. Okay, and it goes on to this whole entire thing. I worry about how this can also become another way to sell used cars, Ahmad said. The more corporate this thing becomes, you know, you kind of lose some roots, culture, and tradition. So apparently, Ahmad has completely gone away from vendors. He doesn't want the vendor model. <laughs> if this thing becomes corporate, we actually have to celebrate as an actual holiday now and actually have vendors and stuff. Like, that's going to be corporate. We don't want that. We just want to kind of just, you know, get a bunch of free publicity out of this. Walmart recently generated controversy with the release of the Pan-African Juneteenth ice cream. Walmart's owned by white people. Oh, dear Lord. Yes, I can't take yes. it. Yeah, no, 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 no. You need to take it. This is your uh, Juneteenth. You need to honor your ancestry here, your uh, holiday ancestry. A move used as tone deaf by the black community. Oh, is this a uh, cultural appropriation? Tone deaf. We try to help you people. You, what do you mean, you people? Well, I don't know. You're defining yourself as you people. Well, you can't talk about us people unless we give you the permission. Like, how does that happen? Is there a vote amongst all black people? They suddenly all get together and they say, hey, you know what? We're going to allow Walmart to make the Juneteenth ice cream. Well, Kazaberger says she doesn't oppose to the holiday ice cream. She believes the profit should go to black organizations. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. The people who aren't even part of producing it want the profits. Want the profits for this. They're not, they have zero to do with actually creating it. That is staying on message. Uh, You got to respect staying on message. (laughs) I want the community to understand that while Juneteenth is a celebration, it is not a party. I hope that people approach it that way. This is a day of remembering. This is a day of honoring. This is a day of giving thanks. And it's also a day to talk about what is happening right now. You know what's happening right now? Yeah, you guys are gaslighting us. That's the only thing that's happening right now. A full hour there on Juneteenth. We'll encapsulate it just the way corporate radio did last year when they all played it across all their station. A change is going to come. Oh, no, it ain't. But we'll let you have your day. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Eddie, you're fixing up Rockoftalks.com, hour two coming at you from the ABQ. They better hand that Powerball to a black person on Juneteenth if someone wins that. That's about all I got to say. That's racist if they don't. Hmm. If it doesn't go, if it doesn't go, folks, if, if they hand that Powerball off to anybody but a black person on Juneteenth, it's it's racist. I think the fix is in. Um, no doubt about it. That's just the way I, I, th- I think. But speaking of, uh, like like my new, uh, I've got my shirts, and you guys can uh, check them all out at rockoftalk.tv. This one by one of my favorites, Oscar Wilde. I just love this whole thing here. The man who does not think for himself does not think at all. Ooh. We do a lot of thinking here, and uh, we can do a lot of talking as well. And uh, you're welcome to go ahead and text in at 550-5500. Love to, we'll take all comers. Let's see. I think we should probably do some feedback doubts just to kind of take the temperature, see how we're doing out there, see what people say. 
Well, just before that, a uh, happy West Virginia Day to everyone, particularly our listeners in, in West Virginia. 1863, West Virginia was admitted as the 35th state. Uh, again, a, a, a historical event in American history. We don't need to federalize it. We just note it and say, interesting event occurred on this day and uh, move on. That's okay. a happy birthday, West Virginia. Pretty mama, take me home, country road. All right, the great Marxist Leon Trotsky. Does anybody know about Trotsky? Anybody know where his assassination was planned? <clears throat> you, 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 I bet you, bet you got that Juneteenth ice cream up there. It's now a current day haagen up in the Santa Fe Plaza. Zook's Pharmacy. Yep, they, uh, they, they planned all that stuff right here. Do you know that uh, Santa Fe, Albuquerque, New Mexico is like the center of the three-letter universe? Does, is anybody even aware of these things? you realize how much CIA, FBI, and all these are, like, right here? Right here, folks. Yeah, the assassination of Trotsky, the most important day, really, in the uh, uh, CIA as well as the FBI in their history. <laughs> Happening in the plaza. <laughs> a lot of reds in New Mexico in the past. A lot of reds in New Mexico right now. Yeah, Oppenheimer. Anybody know about how all those... How did the Russians build their bombs? I wonder how they did it. Well, we, uh, a couple of guys just uh, came and flew down from Los Alamos and handed it over in Santa Fe Plaza. That's where the bomb basically came from. Yeah, that's how the Russians got it. That's where the arms race came from, folks. If that's false, I mean, if that's true, am I lying? Seriously. <clears throat> Hi, Eddie. Your program is at its best when you carry the show. I love what you're talking about today, and I'm particularly interested in these opinions thank you for letting the cat out of the bag yeah the great marxist leon trotsky wrote a critical book the permanent revolution with rules by which marxist socialists used to continually no doubt uh, written, uh, read this <laughs> used to continually provide used to continually provide obstacles so that the other side has to deal with that's exactly what's happening right now you heard the baby formula thing came up Okay, all of these things, they just keep throwing them at us, okay? And every single time they can get you to not live your life. If there's a disruption, whether it's your job, putting money, uh, putting gas in your, your tank, you know, when you can, your kids can go to school, all this, all disruptions, all part of the Marxist handbook. We're, we're going to cover, I think, some more of that <clears throat> if we can. Oh, hey, Nicole, uh, Nicole Chavez listening. That was pretty cool. Thanks for the shout out. Well, I'm sorry that I got it wrong, but... Uh, we're going to help. We, it's going to take all hands on deck. She's a hard worker, and I think she's a great candidate, and we need to de defeat. Like, that's just the level of racism we got right here going on here in our, in our state. I mean, like five different articles. We'll get back to that in a second. So that the revolution never slows down and constantly creates something new to fight over and divide by using identity politics. Because anytime you challenge the ego, right? Oh, you have a relationship with someone who's a total narcissist and like, whoa, how dare you come against me? Don't you know that this is this is what it takes to be with me? Didn't you know that this is if you want to be with me, you have to do this, this and this. Otherwise, you know, that that's not what I signed up for. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa wow. Holy moly. We got a total uh, megalomaniac in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you feel like I'm talking directly to you. Juneteenth is another distraction used for virtue signaling by the extreme left. 
The extreme Democrat left that was born in racism out of the Confederacy and has tried to suppress the black movement from the 1800s until today. They're trying to get rid of that guilt. That's what that's. So whenever you see that, when they're trying to brush off their shoulder, you see that that rap move that they do in the rap video. That's them just trying to. That's like that's what the white people are doing now, just trying to get rid of that guilt, right? All the time, trying to clear their shoulder. It's there, folks. You can't change the fact. Where does slavery come from? Does anybody study any of this stuff? The Civil War. The only time the Democrats love the blacks is when they can take advantage of them. I think it was a very famous uh, President 36, if I'm not mistaken. We'll have those N-words voting Democrat for the rest of their lives. Literally said that. According to this, in 1866, Native Americans were the last to release their African slaves. Yes. Very funny. That's also a very inconvenient truth. This is coming from the uh, records of slavery in the Indian Territory. Let's celebrate the human race. Not segregate guy color to ignite division that didn't exist. I agree. How about that? I would love to never talk about race again. But every Juneteenth, I'm going to do this in celebration of, of this. And I can't wait for you guys to write all your stupid articles about a holiday that you just literally fabricated and brought here into our area. But that's fine. We had to deal with this with Columbus Day. I'm sure I did this very same show many times. And you toppled our Hispanic ancestry and our... Our proud uh, history that no, my kids should be like when my kids meet a black person, they should feel ashamed because at some point it's very likely that Spaniards enslaved, uh, you know, uh, black people. No, they didn't actually. <laughs> no, 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 that didn't happen. But you can probably just say that they should probably feel guilty about that. Uh, we should they should also feel guilty about enslaving the Indians, which uh, didn't really happen either. Well, uh, believe it or not. Yeah, I know you had a hard time dealing with that. But yeah, basically, Spanish people just sort of did it on their own. Like, yeah, we're going to get out, make families, and we don't want you around us. We're trying to build a family here, and uh, you don't want to believe in our JC, and you don't want to believe in, uh, you know, our customs, and you don't like our wine, then we, we out, you know, the way we see um, Let's see. Anyone who is pro-choice should be considered racist. Ooh, I'd like to delve into that a little bit more. After all, abortion was created to exterminate the black race. Uh, literally, uh, the, and yeah, uh, the Planned Parenthood. Look that up, Dowd. Uh, what, was, what was her name? Um, uh, oh, gosh. Sanger. Sanger. Yeah, Margaret Sanger. You, you go back and read all those early progressives. They were oh eugenicists, and they liked the idea of getting rid of the undesirable peoples of the world. Mm, yeah. I'm tired of the hypocritical emotional tantrums in some cases. Violence in the name of peace and love. We're seeing a lot of that. 574 riots. I'm trying to qualify that right now. Um, I'm reading a book about the riots where they started and it's about a guy who flew from his house in San Diego, who's Hispanic, uh, by the way, uh, Dr. Schaffner gave it to me and flew to Minneapolis the day after the George Floyd, uh, murder, cause he knew he knew it was going to explode. Oh, wow. Wow. Just a, you know, a powder keg. And it did. It exactly that took some guts to go to Minneapolis on, on that day. <laughs> I'm doing like the first 20 pages. I just started that. I think it's on fire or something like that. Wokeism is the new white man's burden. You engage it, if you take it on, if you don't think about it, if you don't read about it, go ahead and just saddle yourself right around your head with that. Okay, just run with that. If that if that gives you a reason to live, a razón de otra, then go ahead, do it. I want you to do it. Just if, if that gives you purpose in life and you feel like you need to go ahead and, and do that, it, fine, take it on. 
In fact, if you're white, you can call yourself black. There was that uh, one woman who was uh, hitting up the NAACP for a while. She was a white woman. And then she, was, she was literally. Rachel. Yeah, Rachel, what was her name? I don't know. Dolezal, I think. Yeah. She identified she's, as black. She's Jewish. I remember dating a. She's uh, whatever she wants to be. <laughs> I remember dating a, a white Jewish girl whose name was Sima, and I swore she, she felt let's say, that she was black. Oh. Yeah. Very nice person. Juneteenth over Zoom ensures you can't touch each other, like looking at each other from your respective cages. Ooh, that's dirty. You guys are dirty. Come on. Come on. Keep it clean, but it's good. Anything worth celebrating requires human contact. Oh, yeah, it does. I would agree with that. That's uh, number one there. So we have Juneteenth and Kwanzaa. Yes, we do. Thank you. I don't know. Uh, let's see. And Sandia is masking up again. Have you noticed the increased number of maskings that are going on? Yep, yep. I'm yeah. seeing them. Yep. Are you? In the, yeah. in the cars again, too. <laughs> and Nicole Chavez is running against Herndon. Nicole has my vote. Herndon wants to take my guns. That's not all she wants to take. She wants to take your country, too. I forget who she is. Uh, I just... <laughs> wow, I can't read that. I wanted to, but coming out of my mouth, that's, uh, that's not going to sound good. BLM had to cancel their... <laughs> that's saying something. If I can't read it, given what I say... <laughs> If I can't read your text, think about how bad your text was. <laughs> I'm pretty confident in everything I say. BLM had to cancel their first annual Juneteenth event because no one was going to show up. <laughs> uh, let's see. Black Lives Matter, Phoenix Metro. Hey, BLM family. BLM family. The, fam the whole family. There it is. If you just put family to it at the very end, regardless of what it is, Dowd, it's a family. There you go. Hey, yeah. That's the Kiva family. You know, I constantly refer to everybody in the Kiva as like, oh, we're all family. Yeah. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm literally hanging up on you and saying, well, that's a stupid text. Or, boy, that's all sorts of stupid. Yeah, you know, I constantly refer to you because we're family, right? Family. You know what people don't need more of? <laughs> Given the way that the 21st century family is nowadays? Family. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us oh, have had, had quite hey. our fill. <laughs> hey, you got a little bit of money, huh? Oh, yeah, we're family. We're tight. We're tight. Um, let's see. Oh, by the way, during the break, my kids were, uh, my son was talking to me about the battle between a tsunami and a volcano. And I just found out that a tsunami can wipe out an entire country. Yeah, yeah. And then he was also telling me about another video. He's listening in to me right there. He's, he, they love their seats. They love watching on the video as I'm doing my show. They can actually hear me doing the show as well, which I love. Eddie, you said some hateful things to children. We need to be looked. I need, I need my kids to be informed. Yes. They've got their daddy, and they need to be informed about what's going on in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And twice on Sunday. They're allowed. They don't have to walk away. Oh, kids are, are seen and not to be heard. No, I go and I listen to them. Trust me, 24-7. What, what's coming out of their little mouths? What are they saying? What's in their little brain? How do they see the world? What is it telling me about the way that things are? <clears throat> hey, BLM family, deepest regrets. But our Juneteenth event is postponed, and we'll keep you all updated on the new date. Oh, what? Is, the, whole, the whole holiday is literally about a date. It's one of the very few holidays that I know of, even, that it encapsulated in the actual itself, date itself, the date. Juneteenth is actually a date. If you look up Juneteenth, it tells you it is June 19th. 
<clears throat> wait, wait, wait. Can I get? The, can you celebrate a holiday that's not on a holiday on the date that it's supposed to be? A, can I celebrate Christmas on? Oh, we're gonna celebrate Christmas on. It never feels like Christmas unless it's on Christmas. Then, oh, we're gonna celebrate Christmas right after New Year's when we get back from our holiday in uh, Key West. I'm like what? That's not Christmas. <laughs> no. I don't know what that is, but it's definitely not Christmas. Christmas is everybody, you know. Uh, just we're drinking, we're having. And we wanted to call you and say, hey, every, sorry about that, but things are good. Merry Christmas. What's up? Let's get there so, together for some tamas, bro. Tomorrow, yeah, my house. Come on over. Bring the family. Oh, but not not your cousin. Sorry, everybody but your cousin. She she's bad. I dated her like back 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 in high school, and we still have it. Yeah, I did her wrong. Sorry. <clears throat> it's a hard hitting show. Juneteenth is a very important holiday. So important we postponed it. <laughs> we zoomed it. So date driven we postponed it. That we sh- that should be taken seriously. We're taking it so seriously. We are going to have to go ahead and postpone it. Sorry. We unfortunately did not have the capacity or momentum behind this event. Oh, the rest of the thread just got uh, throttled. I didn't get to see it. They didn't have the capacity. They didn't have the throttle behind the event, uh, Dow, to go ahead and get it done. There you go. Bummer. We unfortunately didn't have the capacity or momentum. No one was going to show up to the event. Wow. My car cost me $120 to fail yesterday. Hey, anytime you didn't get behind Donald Trump, but let's let's go through how you got to this one. Anytime you didn't vote for a Republican, okay? Anytime you voted for a uh, voted against a Republican who was going to do what a Republican should do, okay? So uh, consider yourself blamed. You led yourself to this point. Okay? Look who you voted for for mayor. Look who you voted for for governor. Look who you voted for. Uh, look, look at the, the times that you enabled. Oh, my, my, my gay brother-in-law. Well, we've come to an understanding. But no. Oh, he doesn't need my judgment. He needs my love. Love has no boundaries. Oh, does it? Really? It, you're going to leave him with your, you know, 12-year-old child? Your, your, your gay cousin? How's that going to work? Yeah. <clears throat> you're not going to think twice about that, huh? How he got to that point? Yeah, believe me, my fr- I'm one day going to share my first experience, and then you're going to understand why I'm so adamant against this. Dowd knows it. He's heard it. We have gone through this, okay? This is how this horrible perversion continues. Trevor. We should be celebrating Patriots Day, April 19, 1775, when I lived in New England. It was a big deal. I do, actually. It was the day of the freedom started for all of us. That's from yep. Jones. Uh, Dow, do yep. you do that up there in the Northeast? Don't they uh, primarily uh, Massachusetts, the most. Uh, April 19th, absolutely. Yeah, yeah April 19th. There you go. Um, isn't Juneteenth fall off your bike day? <laughs> 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 I didn't really, I don't really want to, I don't talk about stuff like that. I just, you know, seeing an old man riding a bike and falling over is not something I want to watch or watch a man ascending some stairs and falling over. And then that's our, that's like, like, unfortunately, that's the president of the country that I live in. It's that bad. The man is totally senile. Like if he breaks a hip, it's over. Stick him in a wheelchair, six months, toast. That's it. I don't think. Uh, I don't think he'll quite have the throttle he once had if, with that broken hip. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Is that MLG with her hand up, Pierce's butt, making his lips uh, move? Oh, I guess that's on the uh, RPNM. Uh, that's because of the RPNM uh, Juneteenth. Thing handed out. 
I want reparations for me as a woman, for all my female ancestors, child and adult who were sex slaves and sex trafficked since the beginning of time. I want the holiday too. Why not? Honestly, if we're going to do that, let's just, fa I, I, I wish I could disagree with the logic there. It's a, it's right on target. Is that, is that little, little something called the potato famine folks you may have heard of uh, mid 19th century. My, my Irish forebears uh, did not fare very well as the British overlords were exporting food from Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the tank for my reparations too. There you go. All right. We'll get them to you. I'll make sure that you're. Hey, thank you for calling me to remind you to sign up. I just signed up for a year or five minutes ago. I entered my card and it gave me more choices after I accomplished that. Wasn't sure if I had to do anything else. This is for the email I had heard so far. He gave me his email. I know at the beginning of your uh, launch, uh, he mentioned the private email, but I believe it's around. What's the what's the price? It's sixty nine ninety nine a year, right? Uh, yes, that come out, comes to less than 20 cents a day. Yeah, Dowd, can you uh, do a quick promo for me? Because I just I, this is the conversation I had earlier with this guy. And he's like, I depend upon your information. Remember Rush Advertising, RonaldReagan.com. You also had some suggestions. You can text me those suggestions or put them in the emails if you would. I know you're preparing for the show today, Eddie. And as you know, I actually feel more comfortable by purchasing a year subscription after speaking to you. Um, at 401, Biden announces due to inflation and energy costs, we must look at renewable energies. What? <laughs> what? <I'm> sorry. <laughs> a deadhead he is. People believe they could the cost of high energy to swing us to renewable energies, but they're not renewable. Well, that's exactly it. Like, Every single time that you start hearing about scarcity, you're shutting your lights. I do it myself. I'm going to tell you why I do it because I've been conditioned that way after all the information. Oh, turn off the lights. You're going to, and why? Not because I'm going to run out of electricity, but now I'm starting to think about that. Brownouts are starting to occur, occur in other parts of the country. Okay. PM, I pay a huge, I sent, spend thousands of dollars that I have to send to PM all the time. My, my rates are jacked, totally jacked as a commercial customer. I did not get the breaks. And that's what allows you to listen in your car for free, wherever you want. It's our advertisers who pay for that electricity that, it, that goes directly to you. So that's just a little heads up for that. Wind turbines are not renewable. How much is it going to cost to run 500,000 transmission lines to cities from wind turbines? Yeah. But, hey, that's exactly what they're doing in southern New Mexico. However, guess who has the first... Uh, Sort of tap of that vein. That's California. California. California has the first tap on any energy that comes out. Even though it's being produced in New Mexico, California fronted the money for the wind coming through here. Um, you remember that, right, Dad? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. and also for my environmentalist friends, think about all those transmission lines that have to be built from that uh, the windy areas in the eastern part of the state to transfer all that electricity to Arizona and California. You think there may be some, I don't know, sensitive wildlife habitats that they're going to be going right through? But you folks never talk about that, do you? You know, probably don't even know about it. So see the wind turbines have vibration dampers on the turbines. Uh, turbines are not user-friendly. We had them at Intel in the cooling towers, Eddie. 100% solar charging batteries. Heating water is ridiculous for cities who have utilities to begin with. You'll never get the max temperature, by the way, um, with solar power. I don't know if you guys know what a cold shower is. I do, because I take many of them, okay? I just do. I, I, I've gotten myself to the point. <clears throat> I should share a, a couple of uh, personal things here, I suppose, here. Um, I spend maybe two to two and a half minutes in a shower. I don't wait for the shower to warm up. I did this because uh, I was in an apartment on um, 8th Street in uh, Raymond Sanchez's law office. I rented a flat. I got it for 400 bucks. Ooh. And it didn't have, yeah, Dow. Yeah, 400 Sweet. bucks. 
It was nice. <laughs> it was really nice. I had a flat. It's now a bookstore. I think I've told you that. Have you visited that bookstore? I don't from think so. The old Capos. Yeah, and the oh. little organic uh, park. Well, Is that in the city? Yeah, it's in the city. <laughs> I, I'm like old people. I don't go in the city. <laughs> okay, that's funny. It scares me. <laughs> so I had a little thing, and I didn't have an over-the-head nozzle, like one of that one that hangs over your head. So I didn't have one of those. All it had was like a rubber hose that was duct taped. <sighs> no, I'm serious. Like one of those cheap $3 hoses that was there. Mm-hmm. That was duct tape that was in there and it was wrapped around on there. And then an old pedestal tub with those hexagon tiles. It was it was really crafty. It looked like a place where someone could re- is the coldest, unbelievable water you've ever seen. But I got used to it probably after like five or six times. And I just said, Well, oh, that's fine. I'll just make do. Because I was a I was a kid. Well, what was I? Twenty one. I was working for the Department of Labor. And um, you know, I wanted to go and it's like I'm not going to complain about this. I'm getting everything I need, literally all my everything done for 400 bucks. Um, and, you know, I lived there with my girlfriend at the time. And uh, it, they were so cheap, I got a second flat for another 400 bucks. So I rented upstairs and down, downstairs the whole thing for 800 bucks because, you know, her parents wouldn't have, have approved us moving in together. So when her parents came into town, right, you know, we're like, oh, I don't live with her. I don't live with her. Yeah, she's upstairs. upstairs, downstairs. Yeah, yeah, so it was upstairs, downstairs. So we're up and up downstairs, but we ended up bowling time thing. So we moved out. Uh, I lived there for three years. It was a pretty happy time, I would say, um, for me. Uh, there was some old shoes uh, thrown over a utility pole right in the back and all that. So it was, I used to trade. I mean, it was, it was a dangerous area. I saw a man get murdered there in the Capos parking lot. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's real. But we were, you know, quote unquote, living it up downtown in in uh, Albuquerque. Um, so the two days after we moved out, and we had yet to turn the keys into, I think Burger Briggs was managing our apartment because I guess a guy, a guy was running from somebody else. He jumped through the second second window, literally like bled all over himself to death on front of the sidewalk. So no, wow. Yeah, through our apartment, he had to break through. <laughs> it was those little single pane where those like almost movie set type windows that you can just bust through that easy. That's, that's what I lived in and had the old, it, it was built in the 1910s and there was a, it, there was a thumping at the very bottom of the basement. They did not rent it out. Nobody ever went in there and it wasn't a radiator. Mm-hmm. I can, I can be, I can happily report that in the last 10 days, uh, I went out uh, to take a right to go to Corrales down on Alameda about a week ago. We had two people passed out on the sidewalk and a couple nights ago, when I was doing my evening walk around here up near I-25 Studios, there were people shooting heroin on the sidewalk as I walked by. And uh, they all had up-to-date cell phones, though. Very nice oh, iPhone. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, this whole no, this whole damn city is going to hell, Eddie. It really is. Well, no, the world is. Um, well, that too. <laughs> the city is, too. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You better have a gun to protect yourself. Um, you call the cops. They send you text messages back. Their follow-up with you is now a text message. That's customer service please take a survey and it was like two and a half hours after i called the, the cops yesterday right and they, they they're like what i'm like one in the morning why you're sending me a text message at one in the morning why are you sending me a text at one in the morning like i don't even say my full name anymore it's eddie <laughs> <laughs> who's calling it's eddie Nine one one. what's your emergency i don't have an emergency what can you tell me the name who's on no just stay in here and then they bridge me BSO answers, and then it goes from BSO straight to APD, 
And then I like merge their lines because one of them inevitably calls me back. Because if you call 911, you hang up because you need to call the other one because they hung up right away and I called. Oh, sure, sure. Right. So she calls me back from the 768 number and I like merge her in. And so she listens in for like all of about, I don't know, 20 seconds. I'm like, well, they're at it again, you know. Like, I'm just letting you know for whatever report and they send me a case number and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, this is a waste of my time. You know, I, by this time I could be like dead for two hours. Oh, sure. sure. And like, well, I wouldn't be dead, but I'm just saying if I was anybody else but me, uh, you know, had to deal with the things that I do. Like, you just have to be prepared to live here. I can literally go to the ghetto Smiths daily just so I can go, you know, go toe to toe. <laughs> the other side uh, so to speak all right i got more text that i know what to do with we got to get back to this juneteenth uh, celebration oh there's more articles it's it's oh there's way more we there's, got my favorite you- eddie is the one that was up at uh, northern uh, northern new mexico college where uh, they had oh, all these yeah, loom- yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you just see what i saw okay i promise to spend the entire juneteenth <laughs> program on juneteenth i don't i want i wanted to make sure that they knew that we were going to pay attention to their holiday as they requested. So uh, all I will say about that picture is I, I started thinking about the Sesame Street song, uh, which one's not like the others. Uh, I had to kind of blow it up on my screen and boy, there, those, there's like seven or eight people there, but uh, well, well, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> I know which song I'm thinking of. Every single time I hear that, it was like the most annoying song. Oh my god! Oh, that'll be all tonight when I'm trying to go to sleep. Oh yeah, no, I won't. I'll save our audience. How about that? Like the same as the shark. I won't do it a second time. I'll save you. I'll save your ears. Save your brain. All right. Couple more texts here. America is going to pot, literally, but you can't get baby formula. I wonder if marijuana is going up in price. Uh, yes, it is, um, but it doesn't matter. It won't keep New Mexicans from spending thirty-nine million in the month of May. And um, I wonder how we're going to do in June. June. Um, oh, starting again at UNM. UNM mask recommended at Albuquerque, Gallup, and Valencia campuses. <laughs> Bernalillo, McKinley, and Valencia counties now category. So uh, let's just stop for a moment. I wasn't going to address this because I wrote this down for later on in the week to address this. But uh, by the way, I'm doing the shirts for you. That's my communicate to you, just so you know. So if you want to note those, let's, uh, feel free to do it. And Natalie, I think, should be all caught up by tomorrow. Um, with everything, she was very excited when I like handed over her stuff because she's like, we, "We've been talking the last couple of days about about all oh, that." So good. Uh, One yeah. last thing. I was angry at her because I said, "If you, I'd known the baby was going to be in studio on Saturday, I would have, I would have come in." Oh, yeah. Because I haven't held a baby in many years, many oh, too many years. Okay, so Esther, Esther. Yeah. So let's <laughs> talk about um for a moment what why the masks. There's three reasons. One, you ugly. Okay, there's a self-confidence element to this. There's literally people who wear masks because they only look good from the eyes up. Straight up, I'm telling you, that's what it is. It's an insecurity thing. People have become so incredibly comfortable that that's where it's at. 
Second is sort of this outlaw, brazen, I'm not with you, up yours, don't talk to me, you know, sort of antisocial behavior, what people have become very, very comfortable with, okay? And so that's the second thing. So beware there, beware on looks. Okay? And then the third piece, which is the most important, is it's a virtue signal that you are a believer, that you are on the, the, the side that has invented the narrative that is ultimately going to topple the quote-unquote power structure, okay? So there's, there's, th there's your three-pronged three solution there. Okay, I'll give that. We'll, we'll expound upon that, I think, a little bit later on in the week. Uh, uh, none founded on science or reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. there like zero, <laughs> there's zero germ stopping. This is like spitting through a, a gate. Literally, just spit through a gate and watch how much gets through. It's like 90%. The same with the, it's the same proportion. It's no different in the proportion. So, you know, the spittle, right? The air that comes through, the virus, it's not meant to stop that. In an operation room, when they put on the masks, right? It's the bacteria, which is a very different size. Very different size. So, Nobody walking through with the face diaper on that hasn't been washed in umpteen years. Or if you see these guys with the outlaw stuff and they're walking around like they're right. Like you've seen the motorcycle idiots that are out there, you know, Oh yeah, the chopper guys. I mean, <laughs> and seriously, these, some of these chopper guys are just total morons. Uh, there's some good guys and I know who you are because they know who I am. The bikers for Trump guys are, are good guys. And there's a few others, but but by and large, most of these chopper guys are just, you know, the bandidos and all that. Eddie, they're going to put a hit on you. You better shut up. You're calling them out. That's it, bro. He's going down tonight. Oh, yeah. Manana. -na. Oh, it's manana. -na, not but da 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 da. There we go. Yeah. <clears throat> Here we go. BLM version of family is no different than the Manson family. Did you see the Juneteenth mass shooting in D.C.? Yes, I will wrap it. I will wrap the show with that. Believe it or not, there's a whole show planned out. <laughs> I love how people think that we just get up here to just randomly talk. What stupid is all the jab that they're catching the Rona? Oh, yeah. In fact, the number, what was it, 67% or is it 74%? What was the number? 67 or 74? I'm mixing my numbers here. If you could look that up. Of the number of people who are getting the Rona now, it's all the people, 74% of all the people who are getting the Rona now are jabbed. Uh, oh, the breakthrough cases. Yeah, yeah breakthrough. There you go. <clears throat> Diversity. You can have what you culture you want as long as you're a part of the corporate culture. The Seattle 98% of the sexual assaults go uninvestigated. Yeah, you can sexual assault all your, your way, all the way you want in Seattle because they can't prosecute them. They, they literally can't prosecute them. Let's see. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. No, 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 no. I'm not going to read this. We got to get our political candidates to shut up. Yeah. One of our political candidates uh, was just talking about Juneteenth. Happy belated Father's Day. Thank you very much. Um, love the shirt, Eddie. I'm going to buy one. I have an unvaccinated employee of the month shirt. That's pretty good. Hello, Eddie. How about the Italian day, Chinese day, Jewish day, Irish day? Oh, no, that wouldn't work because all those people work their way up and don't do smash and grabs. Judy in Rio Rancho. How about Hamong day? We, we've got a wonderful Hamong community in, in America. Uh, Hamong? What is that? I don't even know. Uh, that. The mountain people of Indochina, yes. Oh, there we go. I, I loved it. Can I? I want to. I think those people need to be celebrated in Santa Fe Plaza. Can we do that? 
Mm-hmm. Maybe the Kiva, maybe make a Kiva shirt like that. And we got to pass an ordinance though that they can uh, make, they can oh, sell yeah, their products. No yeah. We can't, we can't, uh, we can't do that. So anyway, um, okay. So when we return, we're going to get to the rest of the Juneteenth stuff. That has been your response so far. Okay. I think you're as up to here with everything as I am, and we're all living through it. And when you don't push back and you take it on or you enable or however you want to go ahead and characterize it, folks, it, it, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. And unless you stop it, it will just continue. It will only continue. So um, I'm trying to get you to at least think about that now. So we'll see what we can do when we return. We're going to take a long uh, time out, about five minutes. Uh, but please support our advertisers here in the Kiva. On AM sixteen or KIV, ABQ.fm, all the all the good ones. Hey, we got True West Landscaping. Langston's voice still on that. That's pretty cool. We got Monty Cigar Shop. There you go. If you're ready to relax, go to the Monty Cigar Shop and get with Matt. Rogers Plumbing and Heating. For the plumbing without the cracks, right? I love that. I love that. Father's Day over at Monroe's, uh, by the way. Call me Dad Mon- My kids aren't getting angry with because I constantly are singing that all the time. And I was telling Matt about it yesterday. Uh, <laughs> he's Miguel's son. Uh, he was he was working full twelve hours yesterday. Um, IPS. Eli- oh, by the way, Ava's working in the in the mountain property. So nice mountain restaurant, and Ava was there. I think she was busing and waiting tables. So I'm not sure. But uh, precision, um, sharpening, got to go see all of our good friends who sharpen those metals and, and keep them sharp. I, I, I still, you know, just cannot believe how well Tracy has done with that. He's been on the station and he just said, hey, well, we're going to go ahead and, and, and start with you, Eddie, see how it goes. And I said, okay, we'll see how it goes. Ravelco, uh, more cars being stolen again. They're going to start coming for that. Walt Arnold, we got Vigilant Firearms, um, Indigo Mortgage. Ben, uh, now's the time to, you know, take a look at uh, what Ben might be able to do for your locally owned mortgage company. And uh, he is the best. Ben has been with us for a long time. Amazing Grace, long-term care services, or just, hey, just little chores around the house, whatever you need. Amazing Grace can do it. Axiom, uh, which, of course, is your HVAC go to here on our radio station credit rescue now we're gonna prove that credit and uh look there's people filing for are we had a bankruptcy show over the weekend which was pretty cool uh and uh mike ramos was talking to us about that financial solutions uh talking about annuities you want to go to michael trujillo was this was the was the stock market on today dowd oh that's an excellent question wow did it even try i didn't even look today it would be insulting if it were. Uh, I, mean, I couldn't I'm, get I'm, around I'm like sure. three thousand articles about Juneteenth, so <laughs> I don't care about what's happened in my portfolio. What matters to me is what happened in Texas back on June nineteenth, eighteen sixty-five. Or if you're in Arizona, they canceled it, so they're going to come up with their own quote-unquote Juneteenth. Uh, the so, market was closed today. It was no way. <laughs> Are you serious? Wall Street Journal says that our last result was six seventeen twenty-two. That was last Friday. <laughs> They didn't trade on Juneteenth? <laughs> My goodness, that can't be true. That cannot no be way. true. You're, you're lying. <laughs> that cannot be true. 
Oh no, they uh Eddie, the, the last record I have is for June seventeenth. I don't have a record for June twenty twentieth. Oh my gosh. They're wrecking you right in front of you folks. Like there it is. There Wow. Tigo and uh, Tracy. Yep, it's uh, official. The Wall Street Journal reports the uh, stock market is closed today to observe uh, the holiday. One on, you got to Tigo and Tracy. Four four eight eighty eight eighty eight. Uh, Greg Zanetti, uh, Zanetti Financial. JJ's, go fix your car. That's our that's our go to right here on the radio station for all that. Uh, we at Eels our car. I gotta go get an oil change. I'm gonna schedule that tomorrow. Uh, we got Menacucci Insurance for the best in business insurance and then some. Uh, Munro's. I've already talked about them. That's where I had my Father's Day breakfast. I was, I was uh, having some fun with some of the customers out there, telling them that happy, happy Father's Day, happy Father's Day. Uh, I didn't say it to you know. Only women, only women can have babies. Uh, candy lady, uh, I gotta stop over at Debbie's place. And Matthew, say yes to the dress, right? You gotta say yes to that. Say yes to the dress. Crow Financial, Tom Crow. Still can't believe the market was shut down. Uh, sunny, sunny side up. There we go. Happiest place to eat. Uh, raw greens, Tacotote. BMC Tactical, Sissy Walter, stock up on some ammo. Straight line painting. I get all the edges right and uh, then some. Clint Bridges, uh, mortgage. Uh, we got uh, Slate Street Cafe and, uh, or Slate Street, excuse me, billiards up in Rio Rancho, not Cafe. Sorry. You want to go Slate Street up in Rio Rancho. What were they saying? And then pet food gone crazy. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Back here in five minutes on AM 1600 FM. I am Larry Marker. I am at LarryMarker.com. As a small, independent oil and gas producer from southeastern New Mexico, I, more than anyone, understand the high price of fuel is taking your money and destroying your savings. I am running for the New Mexico Commissioner of Public Lands. Together, we can fix this. Go to LarryMarker.com, download and sign the nominating petition, and send it back to me. Your nomination puts us in charge again. Please do this today. Go to LarryMarker.com, sign and return the nominating petition. We can could all use a win. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. 
Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Alarms are ignored, kill switches are easily detected and reconnected. RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber. And GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life. We do taxes. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, You will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. 
This is Eddie Aragon for Axiom Home Services. Axiom Home Services specializes in refrigerated air conditioning conversions. Time to ditch the swamp cooler and convert to cool, refreshing, refrigerated air. Did you know Axiom Home Services is one of the highest rated AC companies in Albuquerque with over 40 years experience and provides a five-year parts and labor warranty on any new refrigerated air conditioning installation? Axiom Home Services maintains 4.9 stars on Google Review and check out what our customers say about Axiom. Call 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Five fifty here in the Kiva. That's the number you can text. Five fifty fifty five hundred. The five line. Enjoy the silence or enjoy the commercials. Thanks for supporting us. Our advertisers who really need your support and your patronage. Let them know that you heard them here on the Kiva, that you're a loyal listener, and uh, more importantly, that uh, you believe in the value of their company as a private business and uh, as something that contributes to the New Mexico economy here with DW. How do you like this one, Dowd? This one's Murica. Look at this. We got another uh, another winner here. Abe Lincoln with his headband here. Speaking of Emancipation Day or Juneteenth, I guess we should go over it. Now, how, if I said all the things in first hour and I was winning, I was wearing this particular uh, uh can you imagine can you imagine the outrage uh, coming from how dare he and i'll have to give people a lesson on lincoln so uh, there you go folks uh murka murka yep there it is um i ordered my son even though he doesn't have a spelling bee at his school he's about to go into uh you know the spelling bee my uh friend um paul luffler runs it uh, he's been doing the commentating for 15 years loe wow. yeah yeah he's been doing it for espn and it finally switched to another network and uh i got my son the scripts in howard because my mom trained me on this she used to spend an awful lot of time with me uh just going over the words and so i bought my son the very same i bought him the 2022 words of champions there it is uh doubt there it is nice yeah so him and I, your key to the B. So I'm going to start training him, getting him fighting shape. You know, <laughs> he's already asked me. I said, uh, he already had our first lesson. He opened it up. He says, "How do you spell? How do you spell? How do you spell kimchiya? I'm like, "What? Kimchiya? I'm like, "What? Kimchi? Kimchi? Oh, kimchi? Oh, okay. Korean so, food? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I told him. I said, "Well, you have first before you learn how to spell, you have to learn how to say the words." And that that helps. Yeah. Is exactly so. We started there, and he's like right away. He's like, oh, he says right away, oh, That's the first thing it is. And so they're hearing their their entire show that I'm doing today while they are in the other room. Another thing that uh, once Natalie gets all caught up with all the blasts and everything at Rock of Talk Chat is everything that is streaming on the radio is we have to cycle it every three hours and then clear 
sort of the thing is we're going to uh, have different shots of the studio um, where you can look at the studio or pictures of whatever's running or airing. And I have the rights pretty much from every single show that I have to air it on rockoftalk.tv. So you get 24-7 on rockoftalk.tv because a lot of people just want to use that as their screensaver on their Roku. Um, and since you have unlimited uh, amount of bandwidth that you can go ahead and partake of, um, Comcast, that's pretty cool. The other thing is I'm upgrading to fiber tomorrow. Um, I've got so much going out of here as... Uh, it's, it's something they sold it literally for the same price that I'm paying for my current price, other than the price for the construction to get it done. It's almost exactly the same. So I'm going to be upgraded almost 10 times higher than I was. So that's going to be really good. That'll hopefully help the bandwidth coming out of here visually. Uh, so you can see that on rockoftalk.tv. Uh, Eddie, I had to actually answer a question from my mother. She watches this on television in the uh, great state of, well, once great state of Connecticut. And uh, you have one of your images up there. It's a long exposure, long exposure shot of I-25 South in that little dipsy do kind of like halfway going down to Corral uh, to uh, uh, Las Cruces uh, when there's the mountains to the east. And she said, "Oh, that is such an amazing shot." And where, what part of the state is that? So um, we're 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 uh, people appreciate us on multiple levels, e even yeah. visually, Eddie. Even visually. <laughs> Let me give that to your mom real quick. Uh, that's actually Highway Four coming down out of Los Alamos. Um, oh wow! That is. You're looking at this um so you can see it right there now that's that's coming down los alamos down the hill uh, i can't hear you sorry um uh, but i'll bring you back in a second so that is if you're coming through los alamos down the hill towards uh santa domingo pueblo and santa fe and particularly during the winter months it could be a little bit treacherous you cross the airport through los alamos it's one of the most beautiful drives that you can take and i know many of you aren't interested in drives um, given the, the cost of gas, but you can literally leave the center of Albuquerque and go to Ojos Locos, the real Ojos Locos up in Hamas and go on the backside and take it forward. Now it takes about to, about two and a half hours uh, straight through. Um, you can make a couple of different stops. There's the bathtub brewery that's up in Los Alamos, which is like one of the only businesses that's actually open. Um, and then you can uh, head on up to, you know, the Starbucks, whatever's up in Los Alamos. You go to El Parasol, it's a good place to stop and uh, through there. Um, there's some other good places. You know, on the backside, there's a Four Seasons Hotel. You pass the Santa Fe Opera. Long ago, we used to have a Santa Fe flea market. Uh, that disappeared. Um, the main reason uh, being is because it was not a flea market. It was, like, too damn expensive. Uh, so that was one of the really great jaunts to do that. You can go to Tasuke, which is beautiful, hang out in Santa Fe, which is amazing, obviously, uh, before the pandemic and before it went full woke and broke, uh, many of the restaurants are down. I think we have a, t uh, there's a great bar up in Santa Fe that I uh, used to go to called Tonic, uh, which is a really cool place to go to. Um, he's a top, I wonder how he did. I wonder if you could look up how he did at the National Bartender Awards. He was really, really into his craft, really into his doing, but that's one of the, that's the best bar, in my opinion, in the entire state. It's not even close when it comes to just cocktails um and i just got a new cocktail book as, as well which is pretty amazing um, not that i'm really that into cocktails but i got it because uh kevin petresnik <clears throat> of our of our radio station this uh, cocktail book is a is a definite get 
if you will. And the book is called The Cocktail Seminars. And it's the author of authors uh, for the cocktail. And I, I heard it on Brian Hoffling. Brian D. Hoffling is. And uh, you can pick it up and it just gives you sort of this scientific approach to all the different cocktails. But the guy over at Tonic, he was on KRQE for being top 15. And they had the cocktail competitions, I believe in Nashville, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he was looking to be not just top 15, but actually win it outright uh, this weekend. So I wonder how he Yeah, did. Eddie, I've got that KRQE article, but there's no update. So he he was in the competition, definitely. Yeah, maybe there's a you know website for out of, I don't know, X amount of people who do that. So that's something to be. But so that, that whole drive coming down Los Alamos on the backside, and especially if you watch the leaves turn, there's a, a perfect time to to see that uh, definitely early October, mid-October, and you go through the Santa Fe National Forest and the Valles Caldera and um, all that. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely amazing. You want to stay away from the witchy areas on the backside where the Ojos Locos is and, and that, but, you know, by and large, it's a pretty remarkable, remarkable little place. I know, well, I used to go fishing at Fenton Lake. Hey, your dad's going to go take you to Fenton Lake this weekend. I hear you're going to go catch some fish up there. It's really nice. Right before you get to the caldera, it's kind of cool. You go through the tunnel over there at the Fenton Lake. Yep, we used to go catch fish. I grew up on that. Uh, there you go. Got to love New Mexico, the most beautiful place that uh, is being destroyed by its own people. Yes, folks. Uh, that's exactly uh, what is happening, believe it or not. Um, back after a uh, top-of-the-hour news check right here in the Kiva. On AM 1600 KIVA, VQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and better yet, rockoftalk.tv. Six oh six in the five oh five with more four one one here for your third hour. I'm Eddie Eric on the Rock of Talk on AM sixteen hundred K I V A B Heaven ain't close in a place like this. This place, Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're doing our best to sort of keep it together. Thanks for keeping it locked and loaded here in the Kiva. What um, before the pandemic, before the Trump election, heck, way back to uh, twenty eleven of november if you like if you started with us right at the very beginning we certainly appreciate uh, you then and we appreciate you now d down muska checking in for a revisit we promise to continue to uh, dedicate ourselves to juneteenth and our big celebration so many of you were off work today i guess but no not our listeners Hour <laughs> three you and the me and the dowd makes three three thousand here in the kiva oh, don't forget to subscribe uh i generally don't cover most of the stuff that's in the uh, chat stuff. That's why you want to get up with Dowd at four, uh, which is probably right around the time before he goes to bed. And, uh, <laughs> right and, around. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it about then, Dowd? Two <laughs> thirty. <laughs> it's it's late. I know that, and I'm I'm on the other side. I'm I'm out by eight eight thirty, you know, trying to get the, the kids uh, to to sleep. They're hilarious. Uh, Eddie, just a quick uh, updates sure. from last hour. Uh, you are uh, correct. You are correct, sir. The U.S. Bartender of the Year. Uh, it's called the World Class Composite Competition, uh, sponsored by Diageo, a Connecticut-based uh, liquor company that I believe the state bureaucrats gave uh, the corporatcrats gave them something like ten million dollars to move down the road, not not to come in from another state, proving oh, wow. that. New Mexico does not have a monopoly on stupid corporate welfare decisions. Uh, the competition is open to the public. It's being held in the great 
city of Nashville, Tennessee, right. uh, of all things at the Virgin Hotel, to, to rope Branson into this. Uh, it's being held today and tomorrow, which, again, is offensive to me that they would hold this on a sacred holiday, uh, the most important holiday uh, in America. And, and it, it always has been the most important holiday in America, even before that, the actual event transpired in 1865. No, it, it was the most important American hol- holiday in 1697, even though it wouldn't happen for another 150 years. Uh, so it is uh, bartender of the year. We do have a, a local competing in this. So I guess we'll find out late tomorrow, Eddie, who the who the big winner is. All right. I hope he wins. That would be awesome. I would love that. And um, Tonic's a great place to go to. Uh, no, no, no doubt about it. The the Art Deco interior, the jazz, the everything. Nobody quite like, knows New Mexico quite like I do, and I'm glad that your mom likes the the photos and stuff. And I plan to be out and about, getting out of town uh, this weekend. And you know, uh, I'm going to go make sure Vegas is safe for you there, you know, Mother. Uh, a little, a little advanced work would be would be appreciated. <laughs> yeah, but just kind of go check it all out. Uh, smoking the the pot on the. Okay, let's get back to this, folks. Shall we? Let's do this. All right. Uh, oh, another subscribe. Another not three more subscribers. We just talked about subscribing, and uh, there you go. We got Bing, Bing, Bing. Uh, all coming in. In. All right. So we covered uh, Valerie Herndon. Is that her name? What's her name? Pamela? Pamela. Pamela. Um, I talk about the N-word, and there's been some controversies about the word itself. Okay. Um, there have been several controversies involving the word, the N-word, um, and I'll say erdly, N-word erdly, as an adjective meaning stingy or miserly. Yes. Because of, of Scandinavian origin, I believe that word is. It has yes. nothing to do with what people think it is. Exactly. But you can't even use it in that term or that phrase at all. Uh, because of its similarly similarity to the word the N word, and which is an ethnic slur used against Black people, I don't know that it is used most prominently in that way. So again, I think Wikipedia gets it wrong as it gets it wrong almost everything. Okay, but what it, Wikipedia is really good for seeing is examining the collective knowledge, and then what is permissible. I love going to Wikipedia because it's almost always wrong. <laughs> it's it literally it's almost always wrong so whatever is pc whatever can be projected whatever is the common understanding don't wiki it okay now wiki takes your money and they say this is the way it is it's it, you know what the, if it were actually being used correctly it's an ethnic slur used against or used by black people not used against black people because i can tell you something that's not happening is people aren't running around calling black people the n-word that is not happening, okay? But they are using it to talk about each other. Hey, what's up, my N-word? What's up? What's up, B? What's up, my N-word? The two words were etymologically unrelated. N-wordly, arising in the Middle Ages, long predates the N-word, which arose in the 18th century. Sorry if this, uh, if anyway, thinks that it's restricting my free speech. It's not. But I'm not going to invite that level of insanity into my world. Enwardly is an adjective meaning stingy or miserly. It's derived from the Middle English word N-I-G-O-N, nigon. I won't say it the other way, the proper pronouncement of it, which is probably derived from the Old Norse and Old English, the word N-word eagle, which in modern usage means to give excessive attention to minor details. It is then where I just stopped 
100% completely at that point. The moment I saw that, there's somebody in my hall. What the heck is he doing? A little bit weird. Somebody's bringing me some packages. <clears throat> at the point that it said the N eagle in modern usage means to give excessive attention to minor details. I think epistemologically, if you will, like inherent in that definition, going back to the Old Norse and the Middle English word, is exactly what is happening here with Juneteenth. Excessive attention to a minor detail. There was nothing else to say here. But they are allowed to use it, and we, the rest of you, not part of that group. And even though I am 4.6% black, I would not be allowed to use that word. I don't know what ethnic makeup you need to be. Is it 25% black, 50% black, 60% black to use the N-word? At what point do you get to use it? I'm not sure. Jury's still out, but I'm sure Wiki at some point will tell me when I'm allowed and not allowed to use that. That's I think it's the Halle Berry standard. One grandparent must be black in order for you to be black. Oh. It's the oh, Halle Berry Stanford standard. Down. Always doubts, always remembering the little, the, little, <laughs> the little nuggets, if you will. Little nuggets. All right. So anyway, I moved on from that. And then <clears throat> let's go to this part where Herndon says in her interview which I thought was absolutely unbelievable in the Santa Fe. It was a, is an interview that came from see, what's the next interview they had after that. Dad? I try to keep these in order. Uh, I think it was the KUNM one, I believe. Okay. So here it is. Yeah. Here's the KUNM interview. She says at which point and feel free to expound upon it here. She says, you know, Juneteenth was a holiday that was primarily celebrated only in Texas. She already acknowledged all this stuff. Actually, because it was in Texas that the holiday arose. Well, wow, that's you're pretty smart there. It took people in Texas two years after Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation to learn that they were free, and so it was a big day of celebration. There was lots of food. There was dancing and singing in the park. Yet she has no stories, no written anything. Okay? This is just simply stories and race baiting as far as I'm concerned. When I went off to Howard and I was talking to people about Juneteenth, most of them never even heard of Juneteenth. We're talking about Howard University, folks. Howard University, uh, Dowd, Howard University, you went to school in D.C. Howard is in D.C. It is the... Uh, it is a historically black college. Thank you. In D.C., which is uh, historically black. <clears throat> Most of them never heard of Juneteenth. They said, what's that? Well, it was unique to Texas, but we've seen this holiday grow, of course, where we are now. Where it's a national holiday. Do most people in Texas, Dowd, when was uh, I'm just to drill down on it, just just go factual. Okay. In Texas, was it recognized as a holiday? I don't believe it is a, it ever has been a state holiday. Let me check. It never has been a state holiday. Here we go, folks. When I went off to Howard and I was talking to people about Juneteenth, most of them never heard of the Juneteenth holiday. They go, What's that? Now, what's really interesting about this whole interview that they had with Tamiela Herndon, District 28. Nicole Chavez is running against her. Let's let's get behind Nicole Chavez. Go walk the streets. Go help Nicole take back 28. That's that's our 
greatest opportunity, by the way. <clears throat> the coverage was made possible by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. If anybody knows anything about W.K. Kellogg, it is one of the most wokest organizations. That's it, Think of it like, um, what's the guy, George Soros, right? That's basically what it is. That's who helps fund all that stuff. Dowd, what do you know about Texas? Uh, it, it became a state holiday in 1980, over 100 years after. Uh, and in terms of Howard, Howard is 86% black. It is one of the five largest historically black colleges in the United States. And Representative Herndon couldn't uh, meet anybody who knew what the hell Juneteenth was. And despite it being 86%. Yeah. Yet now we've gone from nobody celebrating it, not even people at Howard University understanding what it is, to her own acknowledgement, the Democratic Representative Pamela Herndon. We've got the entire country that's supposed to recognize this, and the U.S. Postal Service is now supposed to shut down. Yes. Yes, folks, we're still on this. Uh, by the way, she's on the Taxation and Revenue Committee. She is the vice chair. After being uh, basically appointed into that position, right? Because a lonely girl got to appoint her replacement. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm supposing it was lonely girl. Did lonely girl uh, do that? I know she was appointed. Did we have a death or was it? Uh... No, no. She, remember, uh, lonely girl took over because she ran against uh, big fat Mark Moore's. Oh, right, 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 right. She was appointed in, uh, yeah, June, June 2021. Uh, by members of the Bernalillo County Commission. That is, the, of course, the 28th district vacated by our, our beloved lonely girl. There you go. Uh, Dowd, when's your two-year anniversary, by the way? That is Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, we're going to have a... I have a gift for Dowd. I bought you a gift, by the way. Ooh. To celebrate that. Yeah, I'm so very excited. Goody, goody, goody. I always uh, take gifts. <laughs> I never no, decline it's, gifts. It's, it's not monetary. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I don't care I don't what it is. Give, I don't think you can give money as a gift. You can't give and I'm an atheist who, when people tell me they're praying for me, I say, thank you very much. Any positive okay, vibes, good. I say yes. This might be the greatest gift I could ever give you. I will tell you that much. Okay. Interim committee membership, economic development and policy, mortgage finance authority, unbelievable. Within one year. And then revenue stabilization and tax policy, House Energy, Environmental, and Natural Resources. She's a member, but she is the vice chair for House. How does one become appointed and within a year or to become the vice chair of the taxation and revenue? That happened fast. Isn't that kind of fast? Yeah. Anyway. All right. So <clears throat> let's continue, shall we? We shall. Uh, here we go. KOAT does a big spread on Pamela Herndon. Is she the only black person serving in the New Mexico State House? No, she's not. But she might be the only black person serving in the State House that knows anything about what's happening, unless you go with the Republican, right, but who says you have to absolutely celebrate this. We, It's imperative. We must celebrate it. Here's what she said on KOAT. If people walk away with anything, I want them to walk away with having a great time, but also understanding that we're all in this together. Actually, this is from Turner. Sorry. Going to take, oh, this is from the uh, New Mexico State University. Here's here's what took, sorry, I got my uh, uh, wires crossed on this. Okay. This is, this is uh, Roswell. I'm learning about history that I didn't even know that. Apparently, we're luring people to Roswell because of the enormous uh, black black traditions we have down in uh, 
were you, were you aware of this, Dowd? The- uh, there, there actually is a, there was a community briefly uh, that, that was, to, I think it was to the west of Roswell called Blackdom. It was a Black community of, of yeah, free, free black folks that, that was there. And again, you know, part of New Mexico history. But what does that have to do with today's politics? I mean, note it. As a, as a moment in history, by all means, and then move on, because uh, we got a $30 trillion national debt and inflation's running yeah. at 8.6%. Hel- Did you see Helen Wakefield's, uh, uh, let's see, no, Roswell City Councilor Angela Moore. She's wearing a purple shirt with, um, I'm not sure if it's black, red, and yellow, or if it's yellow, red, and green. Wait, what is their colors? I don't know which way to go with this. It says Juneteenth is my Independence Day. Mm. There it is. So again, replacing holidays, needing to justify, you know, uh, through by way of a victimization story, and this is uh, kind of interesting. Juneteenth commemorating the end of slavery in the United States. What, I didn't realize Juneteenth actually commemorates the end of slavery. <laughs> well, Eddie, <laughs> don't get me started. Don't get me started no, because no, let's get you started. That, on this, top, this is the holiday apparently that commemorates the end of slavery. Of all the holidays, on top of all of this, all right, as if all of this nonsense we've been talking about all afternoon is, isn't bad isn't bad enough. Juneteenth was not the end of slavery. the The reading of the Emancipation Proclamation to people in Galveston was not the end of slavery. The Emancipation Proclamation was not the end of slavery. The 13th Amendment was the end of slavery. They're not even historically accurate, Eddie. It drives me over the wall. Well, because they're not journalists. Because no, journalists no. are not there to inform. They're there to propagandize. And this particular one is by Juno Ogle. Roswell Daily Record. <clears throat> Juneteenth commemorating the end of slavery in the United States. It's not just today about black history. But American history, they always do that. They all, all these articles kind of go the same way. They always kind of crawl over each other. It's like, oh, it's not about just that. It's about everybody as a way to sort of bring you into the fold. They got to bring everybody into the fold. And they all, it's, it's the same tactics. They're going to inform you about the holiday. They're going to preach to you about the holiday. And then they're going to go ahead and engulf you as if something that you should acknowledge long ago. One of our Republican candidates is actually blasting about this on Facebook. I cannot believe it. <clears throat> yeah, I'll go ahead and do the research. Holiday you can't make me. <laughs> the holiday marksman enslaved black people in Galveston, Texas. Learn through an announcement by the U.S. Army. See, they have to instruct the whole thing all over again. President Joe Biden signed this legislation last year, making Juneteenth a federal holiday. Saturday morning. Oh, get this. About 50 people. You mean 5 0? 50? 50 people. No, not just black, white, and Hispanic. Not even 50 black people, just 50 people. It just gathered at Pioneer Plaza for a raising of the U.S. and the Juneteenth flags to celebrate the day. That is precisely 0.1047% of the city of Roswell. There it is. Thank you. Helen Wakefield, the organizer of the event. It's not an event. There's 50 people. Hey, I'm going to cook breakfast on Saturday. How many people are coming over? About 50. It's not an event. There's not a lead organizer. Said history was being made. No, uh, Helen. 
There's only 50 people. They canceled the one in Phoenix. Nobody's going to these, not even black people. As it was the first celebration in Roswell, do you think just woke white people who felt guilty just invented this, you know, the rest of this? <laughs> As the first celebration in Roswell of the day of the federal holiday, and she encouraged everyone present, hey, record video. Why don't you take some photos with your phones? Put it out on social media. Let's get this thing going. You're part of history. I want you to think of this as a celebration of your doubt. I know you're out here today, but I want you to think of this as a celebration of yourself. Black, white, Hispanic. doesn't matter what race, creed, color you are. This is a celebration of what we're all a part of. What are you talking about? My gosh. I, I feel bad for the woman organizing this. What's worse, there's not a crowd that's there. They don't acknowledge it. I'm the only one that's seemingly brave enough to call this stuff out. Our entire city, state, federal government is happy to take another holiday after being out for 900 some odd days because of COVID. They're like, oh, what's another day? The Juneteenth flag. There's a Juneteenth flag, Doubt. It will be in the show notes tonight, yes. <laughs> features a white star at the center surrounded by a starburst on a field that is blue on top with red and the... Yeah, thank you. Thank you for painting that picture graphically. Yeah, I lo you lost me at starburst. That's about as far as I can get. You, you cannot possibly... Why isn't there a picture of, of what the Juneteenth flag is? Because it's pretty hard to find. In fact, there was a lot of disagreement on the Juneteenth flag I found. Yeah, right on to about 2015, 2016, before it was finally established. Did you know that? Wow. Yeah, they were still grooming. There was an official Juneteenth flag. There was still consternation about the actual symbol that would be used to celebrate Juneteenth. Well, I'm just offended that the star of Texas would appear on the Juneteenth flag. I mean, we know that oh Texas is, is full of uh, white, racist, uh, radical, hyper-capitalistic white men, you know, cowboys, they, they also extract resources from the ground. They're oilmen, cattlemen. That, that's the worst of all American toxic masculinity all packed into one state. Get that star off the flag of Juneteenth. By the way, ground zero for the progressives is Texas. You know this because of Beto. You know this because of the quote-unquote Walmart event that happened in El Paso. Then, of course, you know this uh, because of what's happened in Austin, Texas. Then you know that Elon has gone there, and he's totally woke, by the way. He's part of the New World Order. And then you have uh, Dallas, Texas, and all the transgender occurrences that are happening there. They are The devil is uniquely focused on the state of Texas like no other. That's my opinion. But what's happening in the Rio Grande Valley? They're electing immigrant Republicans. Gordon, Mexico, to sort of paint the state and keep the state red. Hold Texas, hold the nation. Okay, they heard that loud and clear. Let's go back to the article from the Roswell Daily Record. The Juneteenth flag features a white star in the center, surrounded by a starburst on the field that is blue on top of the bottom, was raised by Roswell Honor Guard, along with the U.S. flag on the plaza. The Ju Juneteenth flag represents the star of Texas, bursting with new freedom throughout the land over a new horizon. Rhonda Gilliam hyphenated Smith, of course. Dow, that's rule number one. <laughs> It, it, it will never fail. Was the featured speaker for the event. She said one of the things that attracted her to moving from Ohio to Roswell about 10 years ago was learning about blackdom, as Dowd stated. Cool. I'm fine. 
an all-black settlement. I didn't realize we had an all-black settlement here. Thank you for informing me. Founded in 1902, about 30 miles south of Roswell. What, what do you know about that, Dad? Anything else? Well, I think it was. I think they hit upon. Uh, there were some bad drought years. I, I, I don't. There was no pogrom, and the people in New Mexico didn't okay. set upon the people who blacked them. I think it sort of gradually. You know, like a lot of communities in the West, for whatever reasons, weather or the minerals play out. It just, it just didn't last. But they, there were people, several generations that thrived there for a while. Really? Okay, that's that's interesting. If it's a story that should be told, we should probably talk about blackdom. I'm all about talking. About, I'm very interested in that. That's very interesting to me. We had a settlement of black people 30 miles south of Roswell. Why? For what reason? What did it go there? Like, th those, are, those are histories there. That's interesting. Okay? But, no, we got a federal holiday where we shut down everything off of something called Juneteenth. Gilliam uh, echoed Wakefield comments of Juneteenth being an American holiday, but it hasn't always appeared that way. It's because it isn't. 26 states, a majority of states, still do not acknowledge Juneteenth. For me, Juneteenth has always been an American story, not a black story, but it's been an American story hidden in plain sight for over 150 years. How has it been an American story if I don't know about it? Why do we suddenly have to acknowledge it? Because Joe Biden and the woke-ass, broke-ass Democrats have to continue to go ahead and do it. Yeah, and they are making our country. We're, we're finally going to actually get to focus on the real issues tomorrow because this is not an issue. It's an issue only in what it leads to other things that are happening. And what are those other things? Getting you to spend more for gas without complaining. Getting you to go ahead and uh, com not complain about supply chain holdups or whatever they're gaslighting you on and say, oh, that's okay. Oh, yeah, that's okay. They're, they probably mean well for us. This is yet another example. Let me go back to the parts. I want you to think this as a celebration of yourself. They had businesses, churches, and schools because they believed that when they came here from the South, that this area would be a great place. He acknowledged several people in the crowd who were descendants of the Blackdom settlers. This is not a, up against the 4th of July. The woman is literally wearing a shirt that says, Juneteenth is my Independence Day. Good point. <laughs> she has a giant, large purple shirt, and her quote is, this is not up against 4th of July. That's like me standing in front of you with the red shirt saying that this is not a red shirt. Just in the lappy. Does anybody even know what I just said? This is not a pipe. Rene Magritte made a painting of this. A surrealist painting of a pipe telling you that this was not a pipe. Sort of invented gaslighting at that point. Making you question your own sanity. You know what's going on on TikTok right now? You have a bunch of people going on TikTok saying, well, the earth is flat, earth is flat, uh, up above us is this firmament, no one's ever been to space, blah, 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 blah. It's all going up there. They're, they're gaslighting people. They're getting people to question reality and changing your own version of reality. It's like, I might as well go on with it. Nothing is real. I can't question anything. There is no truth. You ever have people run around saying, oh, there is no truth? Yeah, beware of those people. That's the devil. Literally, that is that, that is what the devil is, okay? Not, not an actual person, not an actual being. The devil is anything that makes you question the reality of what you're actually observing. The same person that says, well, is my gray your gray and like my son, right? Can you tell what gray, co the color gray really is or red really is or blue is? Your red is my red. How, how do I know you're actually seeing the actual same colors? Because we all have our own truth. We all have our own truth. You see what I'm saying? 
Nearly half of the states, according to Pew Research, this was interesting, Dad. When we got to this Pew Research article, my, my brain really started to, to split apart. To this point, I had already taken off everything that was there. And what blew my mind was that the wokest of all of the states didn't recognize Juneteenth, and I couldn't figure out what the hell's going on in California. If anybody that would adopt Juneteenth, it would be California, right? No. Has not done so. Obviously, North Carolina, South Carolina, somehow South Dakota adopted it. Montana, North Dakota, Wyoming haven't. Arizona hasn't, right? They, yeah, I think uh, MLK is finally recognized in Arizona like years ago, right? It took a while, yeah. But <laughs> finally got it done. Years in, years in states that D.C., years states and D.C. first recognized Juneteenth as a holiday or and as observance. And I went to this list. And I just told you that who doesn't recognize that was Florida. Well, guess which one of those states actually observed it first after Texas. Dowd, you're not going to believe this. Oh, no, Dowd. You won't even believe this. The anomaly that sticks out as, as a data statistician, the most racist state in the entire country, it's Florida. Yep, Florida number is two. The one state that actually acknowledges Juneteenth and didn't turn it into any holiday. It will forever stay as something that they won't acknowledge federally or give people a day off, but they have observed. We observe Juneteenth. How about New Mexico? 2006, apparently we first acknowledged it. I didn't know that. First I heard of it was like two years ago. 2022 is the first year, folks. This is the first year. We didn't do it until Biden told us to do it. 1991 was Florida. 1996 was Minnesota. After that, well, he had 1994 in Oklahoma, another red state. Every other state didn't do it until at least 2001. I don't know about you, Dowd, but this is sort of blowing my mind. Mm -hmm. Right? Think mm -hmm. about the people who are designating Juneteenth as an official annual observance. Florida doing it second. Texas first. Red and red. What's going on here? Some offices to close to recognize the Juneteenth holiday. We go to the uh, paper of record at the Eastern New Mexico News. This was funny. This one in the, I'm going to let Dow do the owners on the uh, uh, Northern New Mexico piece. <laughs> yes, yes. Nicole Holcomb, Director of Communications and Marketing, said the campus is closing for Juneteenth. But guess what isn't closed? Um, well, no, this is now closed, it says. I think they just updated it. I guess Clovis is now up to it. The New Mexico Municipal League is urging state cities to recognize Juneteenth. I don't know who the Municipal League is. You you pay for them. <laughs> oh, okay, there it is. It's a, tra it's a trade association for local politicians. Oh, Eastern New Mexico, the actual Eastern New Mexico news is not closed for Juneteenth. That's who wasn't uh, uh, closed. That was interesting. So Eastern New Mexico University stayed open. Did not recognize that. What's going on over there? The Greyhounds didn't didn't honor Juneteenth. No, they did not. No, they did damn not. them. Yep, damn them, damn them all to hell. Those racists down there. Um, Rio Grande Sun. Boy, this this article is filled with so many contradictions. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I was I was like beside myself. That's what I was actually thinking of as I was commenting. 
My initial impression of them has been refreshingly dashed as they have started their own businesses. Lee Cook's Church cooking soul food for the greater residents of Taos. They have been serving home-cooked soul food with a hint of southwestern twist to our community for the past two years <laughs> and have been equally pillars of the black community here in Taos. There's a black community in Taos, Taos. There it is. Uh, tell us what the Rio Grande Sun, uh, the the uh, famous etchings of the Espanola police blotter. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, still still waiting for the latest police blotter, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I continue to press this publication for them. I may have to get my own scanner. You know, Murder Mike will have a scanner in Albuquerque. I'll have the Espanola scanner. Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> you will uh, 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 indulge me a little bit. Uh, I looked at the census data. Uh, Rio Arriba County, where you can find northern New Mexico college, uh, is 0.9% black uh notwithstanding that uh northern new mexico college celebrated uh, juneteenth over the weekend there was a, a flag ceremony of course the juneteenth freedom flag raised alongside the united states and the new mexican flags followed by a lunch and speeches by uh community leaders eddie uh, I, you know this makes for bad radio when you're describing something uh, uh, visually folks uh, if you're a subscriber uh, i will have a picture uh, in the show notes tonight now uh, let's see one two three four five six seven eight luminaries at uh, at the northern new mexico college uh, beneath the flag the, the juneteenth flag the new mexico flag and the united states flag Eight luminaries, uh, some of our best minds of the community up there in Española, and you can decide for yourself how many of them would would qualify as uh, being a member of the African American community in, in New Mexico. A uh, little little light, Eddie, on the uh, on the uh, the dark darker skin folks up in that community, but they nonetheless they still put up rose you know ran that flag right up to the top, the Juneteenth flag. Flag was created by an African American man. It's issued native uh, nationwide, according to Williams. This is our third year commemorating this event at Northern New Mexico. College President Barbara Medina, the oldest name, by the way, in Hispanic lore. Medina, Quintana, and Aragon are the three oldest Hispanic names, by the way. Sort of the uh, triptych of the top three, if you will, coming out of Spain. And I apologize on behalf of the institution. We'll personally get it taken care of. <laughs> Wow, these people are hard on themselves. I want to say I love my time at Notre and chose to bring back my family to the area because of my time here, Field said. This is a person who played at Northern New Mexico. He did not receive recognition for the first team All-American award at the National Postseason Tournament for basketball. I believe he was like top scorer in the country, if I'm not mistaken. He was a pretty big deal, including not having his name engraved on his plaque. They're recognizing it so much. There's so much guilt in northern New Mexico, Dowd. Uh, he's come back, and he's making them feel completely and totally responsible. He's, he, there's going to be a statue erected him, of him at uh, northern New Mexico Community College. Williams also spoke on the history of Juneteenth and that the colored division that marched on Galveston was not just composed of black soldiers, but Hispanic and Eastern and northern European soldiers as well. That's the first time I've heard of that. I, I, it, you know, the, the little bit I do know about Juneteenth, I know that the details are sketchy enough that you could literally invent new details and accept them, you know, next day. And you couldn't question them because there's no written lore on this. You can, this is literally the fully, the first full and completely invented holiday that is out there, Dowd. That's the way I stand. I will continue to commemorate this holiday every single time it comes on June 19th. And, you know, I'm not going to let it surpass my father's day. Now, for me, is the most important holiday. It, for me, it used to be July 4th. I thought that was the best holiday. Uh, when I was younger, I thought Thanksgiving was the best holiday. 
Um, I never thought Christmas was the best. But at any point did I ever think Christmas was the best. Uh, for a short time, I think during maybe my early 20s, I thought Valentine's Day was the best for a while. I thought that was good. But I think Father's Day is uh, is sort of the, the new best holiday for me. It's the most real. And I do need to, to share it. Why don't you share your top five and I'll grab what uh, my kids shared with me and what they thought about me and doubt is brought to you by the rock of talk chat every morning at four in the morning. My kids are waving at me in the other room. They were telling me about uh, the battle now a cyclone and a hurricane and what might happen there. Doubt Interesting. on us, our top five. On this yeah, folks. And uh, our new subscribers that just came in during the show here, you're going to be getting these every day, seven days a week. I think I take about four or five holidays off a year. Uh, I don't, I don't take Juneteenth off. I don't take uh St. Patrick's Day off either. So if you want to bring it into like, you know, my ethnicity, I'm an American. Number one, uh, most clicked item. Who's afraid of Hooters? I know my audience. Okay. And uh, apparently some of the feminists over in the UK don't like the fact that Hooters restaurants are coming across the pond. Uh, it was a weekend. You know, I threw it out there and apparently it was a very popular article. Uh, number two, great video from a guy named Tony Heller exposing the lies about our drought here in New Mexico. New Mexico has gone through drought periods long before there was SUVs and coal plants. Uh, number three, the Republican Party's statement, today's statement on Juneteenth. Not, not something that uh, we probably want to remember. Uh, number four, uh, the Texas GOP, Eddie, maybe we have time to talk about this later on. Uh, they have adopted a, an interesting comment on homosexuality. The Texas GOP said that being gay is abnormal. Uh, that's a interesting, wow. interesting development. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you'd like that. Uh, and then number five, uh, Breitbart reporting over the weekend that the new po- a new poll has Joe Biden at 32% wow. approval. 32 Dad, you wanna, you're welcome to stay on and listen to what the Aragon boys had to say about their dad. Let uh, it rip. Let it rip. Uh, I don't know if you want to stay on. I know you're always on deadline, so we don't want to interrupt. I, I can dad work got. and listen at the same time. <laughs> right, this is what dad got. Dad got this, and he got a trophy. Hey, do you guys want to come in here? Let's see if they want to come in here. Let's see. They'll, I'll let them come in and yell because they love... They're singing the Monroe's commercial all the time. Did I tell you what I like getting in the car? Come eat Monroe's. Sing it. That Monroe's. The kids go crazy. <clears throat> so it says, Dad, you're awesome. Like, and of course, you know the book? My dad's favorite things in the world. He used to collect them as kids, and they're all over his studio now. And they're stickers. Yes. Uh, they line my new iPad, by the way. <laughs> Hopefully the backside. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, there it is. There's yeah, they're new. smart. <laughs> what do you think about that? Okay. Very cool. Yeah, so all the things that make – oh, look, they're coming in. They heard it. So they're all, I'm on delay, and they're in the other room. So it says best dad ever, hot dogs, pizza, hamburgers, like all the great things apparently that I, all the bad things I do as a dad, I give them bad nutrition, bicycles, earphones, earbuds, um, remote control cars. Oh, you know, there's a remote control that's on. Oh, of course, of course. Dad. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you guys want to come in here? Oh, you don't? What's wrong? Oh, he stepped, he stepped on your Jordans. All right, there we go. Serious offense. Wow. That is kind of a big deal. So. There we go. Um, uh, 
Okay, here we go. You don't want to step on any Jordans. This book was made with love by Samuel and Sebastian. Oh. My favorite thing to do together is, Sebastian said, <laughs> is snuggle. Oh. <laughs> S-N-U-G-O-L. Okay, close, close. Snuggle. Well, I mean, he's, he's, he's not even in, he's first grade. <laughs> Sam states, my favorite thing to do is, anyone, anyone? Snuggle. They had the same exact answer. That's the only time they have the same exact answer. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they like uh, they like sleeping in a uh, giant Tempur-Pedic bed together. That's their favorite. I didn't know. So apparently, the goal is that. And you know what I think it has to do is the fact that I don't let them have their iPads or computers or anything on because I just I'm so I give the kids melatonin. I don't know if I told you this. They don't know that I give them gummies. I tell them it's vitamins, but I actually give them melatonin, and it's like. Thank Whatever you. works. <laughs> yeah, thank you for always. Um, Samuel says, being there for me, right? Oh. But, oh, yeah, because they're, they're, they're vacuuming the carpet. All right, well, there's soap in the... I'm glad they, we're, they're cleaning it. Um, let's see. Sebastian says, being funny. He thinks I'm hilarious. Um, you are awesome because... Sebastian says, get us devices. I'm like, what are devices? <laughs> what Apparently, daddy does for us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What, what does he provide? Um, <clears throat> Sam says, you taught me how to play basketball. Sam, I coached his basketball team. So that, was, that was actually more rewarding for me than it ever could have been for him. Um, he actually had to step up and ask me that he wanted to play the one position at the very end of the year, and then he, he practiced so hard. I was so proud of it. I was so proud. I actually have it on video of him making these great big baskets. We should put that out. You always know when, Daddy, too? Uh, Sam says, when I'm feeling down on myself. You always know what to do when I'm feeling down on myself. That's really good. Huh? How's that? That was good. And Sebastian says, when I am sick, when I cough, you give me OSHA. <laughs> According to Dr. Summers. According to Dr. Summers. So there you go. Dr. Summers helping me with that. Um, Daddy, you always make me laugh when you... Um, Sebastian, yeah, you're going to laugh about this one. When you cuss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was something else. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, when I cuss. Uh, Sebastian likes it when I cuss. And then what does Samuel say? When I swear. <laughs> Apparently they like me kind of foul mouthed a little bit. They're they're um, you know devil or ranger. That's when they know their father's being serious. Yeah, well I'm pretty pretty straightforward. Uh Daddy, the funniest thing you have ever done was uh Daddy when you farted and groaned. <laughs> and I made him like do the whole thing out. I'm like, like I knew bodily it? functions would enter into it at some point. Yes, I, I knew that was coming. Well, they're they're they're, cute. they're they're not even ten yet. Of course, of course. Uh, they're the other one. Here's the other one. When you clogged the toilet and the water flowed out of the toilet. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even remember that. I don't remember that. They remember everything, don't they? <laughs> I was in poop. Whatever, go in there. Let me, let me, let me read these for you. I told you. I know how. 
I know how much they enjoy me reading their stuff because they know that I'm proud of them. Um, Daddy, do you remember when you flexed your muscles? I didn't even know I had muscles. Apparently, I have muscles. Um, when we got to go to that hot tub, bathtub in Vegas, and that we were all in it together. <laughs> oh, oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah, they love that. Um, let's see. Daddy, my favorite adventure we have had together is when we were exploring and fishing in Angel Fire. Doubt, I think you may have been. I was on one of those trips, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the other one says when we drove around New Mexico. They know how much I love New Mexico. Uh, How about about Daddy? I remember the time we drove through Taos and all you did was insult the silver hair ponytails and their buses. (laughs) (laughs) They they know how I feel about everything. Uh, Daddy, you are a really great dad because you take us to the mall. There it is. Wow. Boba T. Um, oh, look. Look at this. Sam says, you take care of us and you don't abuse us. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing a lot. <laughs> I did not have to call CYFD this week. <laughs> uh, Daddy, my favorite memory of us is when we is Vegas. The whole trip. They love Vegas. That was huge. Vegas, yeah. baby. Vegas. Uh, and the other one says, in Vegas. Well, you know, that's our second hometown there, you know. Absolutely. Having to move back, if it turns red, we, we might just broadcast and shoot this thing back straight into uh, over here. Uh, we, we would have my Scottish brother-in-law with us full-time if we moved the show to Vegas. Really? He, wanna... he, he would leave Scotland and, and, and stay with us and never return because that boy loves Vegas. Okay. Well, you guys get the show ready and I'll knock it down. at uh, That would be 3 p.m. 3 p.m. It's true. True. One hour behind, you know. I'd, I'd be able to go back to my old schedule, my old schedule, getting up early, getting to work at five, being uh, selling by eight thirty, hammering the phones for two hours straight, just talking, you know, doing, we could find like a, a nice uh, showgirl for D Dowd Muska and yeah. you know, everything uh, would be, <laughs> what? did I just hear that right? There's my motivation. Did you, Good night, everyone. I'll right? see you tomorrow. Uh... <laughs> um, no, no, stay on, stay on. No, no, you gotta let me finish this. Oh my God. That is awesome. Wow, it took that much to get down. That was awesome. All right, here we go. Uh, Daddy, you are definitely the best at basketball and half-court shots. I do make a lot of half-court shots. And um, Sebastian says that I'm the best at the rock of talk. There you go. So I guess that's pretty good. Um, Samuel says, uh, Daddy, do you remember when you helped me make a three-pointer? I, I don't remember. He made it on his own. He's very good. And then uh, Sebastian says, uh, Daddy, do you remember when you helped me get up? <laughs> and they both do. Actually, I lied. They have a second same answer for everything. And it's literally everything. Daddy, the best thing you have taught me is everything, right? Why are we dads? We're dads to teach them about everything, the failures, the successes, and share with them all the raw, the raw, the raw truth of the world. Daddy... Samuel says, I admire your very happy attitude and good smile. He likes my smile. That's good. And then Sebastian says, Daddy, I admire your passion. How do you even know what passion is? Uh, the little seven-year-old apparently admires my passion. That was pretty good. Um, Samuel, Daddy, you inspire me to do my best in sports. Do you, do you realize, like, what an instructional, like, 
pamphlet this is for me. And let's see, Daddy, you inspire me to paint. Oh, I love that. I told him that he could basically paint his entire room, like whatever he wanted, like as much as he wanted. So that's what I kind of want to do. Um, Daddy, you always know that I am good enough. That's from Samuel. And the other one says, Daddy, you always know that I am nice. He is nice. And, and Sebastian has a little bit of a mean streak in him, but is nice. Daddy, I always feel happy when I think about when we snuggle and play basketball. He loves snuggling and playing basketball. And then Sebastian says, played together. And finally, last two here uh, for the evening. And thank you all for indulging me in this. They're listening in the other room, and that's kind of cool. Uh, Daddy, you make me feel loved when you say I love you. And he actually, the other one says, when you say you love me. And then finally, Dad, I love you so much because you are the best dad any son could ever wish for. And Sebastian says, Daddy, I love you so much because you made me. So happy Father's Day to all of you who are fathers out there. And for all you mothers who are having to be mothers and fathers, happy Father's Day for you because you are also the kid's dad. And I think it's, uh, you know, it's really important that we all acknowledge this holiday so much of the world is really changing folks i think things are kind of not where they need to be but we'll work on uh, trying to get them where they're supposed to be and i hope that all of you guys listen each and every day i hope you guys all subscribe to uh dowd now that natalie's doing it uh, it's not that i'm lazy i'm just so busy with so much stuff that i've got going on and i'm super ocd and it's hard for me to get caught up when i'm behind and Natalie, thank you. Uh, despite how limited you are, Jaybird, thank you for doing what you're doing. Thanks, Dinah, for coming back on the radio station. We got Casey and Michaela. We got uh, Jeff Candelaria on the weekends. Um, Tigo and Tracy have been on for such a long time and been doing, I think, about 412 uh, episodes, 413. You know, I'm starting to dream about them doing their thousandth episode and then ending it off. You know, who knows? We don't know how long the Lord gives us and how much time we we ultimately are given. And that's uh, pretty awesome. So, um, Dr. Summers, thank you. We've got uh, all of our wonderful people in the afternoon uh, that come in, as I stated before, Dinah, Walt, uh, Michael Trujillo, your gem, Mike Ramos, thank you for helping all the people that you help all the time. You were amazing. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening, uh, as always. I know uh, so many of you are tired of putting up with uh, the world the way that it is, but I know that uh, we can make it a better place. And one of the places we can do it each and every day is right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, That's rockoftalk.com. See you bright and early, 4 o'clock tomorrow for a more regular show, a less Juneteenth-driven show, thank God. And uh, we'll do that. And happy summer to all of you. This song actually is called... Indian Summers called Jai Wolf. It's one of my favorites. I listen to it almost more than any song I have. See you tomorrow for it.